He said it'd be shoving a glass bottle mm-hmm. up his butt. The glass jar? Have you seen <laughs> yeah, the glass jar? The glass video? jar. The, the, well, yeah. Where he's like, yeah, I've seen that shit. Where just blood coming out. Stop. Yeah. You know, <laughs> one of the classic videos <laughs> of the internet. Yeah. Uh, I think that was around two girls, one cup days, right? Yes. I don't afterwards? know. One man, one jar, I guess it was yeah, called. Uh, no, 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 You know what I'm talking about? Or Mr. Hands? No, I don't know. you never seen that one? <laughs> no. I'm not going to show it to you, don't. but can I describe it? No. And he puts a glass in his butthole and it nope. cracks. and it's like a mason jar. Yeah, but it's like a mason jar type of thing. Yeah. I can picture it. And yeah. And just like fishing out the piece yeah. of glass. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, oh, it's yeah, bad. Don't, don't look at it. For the cool. longest time, people I think were like, it, no. The thing was like, Welcome back, y'all. Cover Price. I startled a couple of people in here. No worries. Uh, once again, we're back with y'all. I'm Alan. <laughs> Fantastic. Keep this in. I want you to keep this in. I want you to keep this in. It's always like this. We're going to keep this in. I'm just in the middle. Okay, there you go. I'm Lauren. I'm Margo. And I'm Alan again, y'all. In case you forgot. In case, in case you, case forgot, you from forgot from the last episode. Please keep that in, Omar. Uh, so what the fuck have you been up to? Um, so I was watching my favorite streaming service, HBO Max. I actually saw there was Same. a really good uh, documentary that just re- got released last week, I think it was. It was the uh, the Woodstock 99 documentary. Mm. Uh, I kept seeing it on yeah. on there. Uh, yeah, I just ran, I came across it, I think, like Saturday or Sunday. Yeah, and I just like, oh, I was like, watch it. Because as a kid, I remember, I, mean, I wasn't really a kid. I was like 12, 13, 12, 99. Right. I remember um, seeing that on the illegal cable box that we had, like pay-per-view, <laughs> just seeing the, the pay-per-view shit. And I remember seeing like, a bunch of boobs. Boobs. I'm just like fucking goddamn. There's fucking tits everywhere. Just fucking tits, tits, painted tits, bare, t- like sunburned tits. Titties. <laughs> fucking tits glow, right? Titties. I was like fuck, and uh, and then just seeing, and then knowing, not knowing then, but knowing now, before the documentary of how big, how big of a shit show that shit was, the the whole Woodstock festival, and it gets it gets really in depth into it. Uh, it's it's pretty long. It's like an hour forty five, hour fifty. But it's pretty, it goes day by day, almost like pretty much hour by hour almost mm. at, at times in performances and how just how poorly conceived and executed that whole shit was. And the promoters still like don't take any blame for themselves. Like, for example, because uh, they did a, I mean, they were, these are the original people that put up the original Woodstock in 69. Oh, okay. And then they came back in 94. Or 94, yeah, where they did the twenty five or the twenty fifth anniversary one. So is my math right on that? Or is it thirty five? Yeah. No, it's twenty five. No. Yeah, yeah. So they did one ninety four, and ninety four went off uh, without a hitch, relatively. I mean, there was a, mm-hmm. a a couple people started crashing the event at mm. the at the end of the the end of the festival around like Sunday or Saturday night, but that triggered them seeing everyone jump the gate or like literally rip the gate apart and then just like bum rush the Jesus. fucking festival in 94 that made them that put them in the mindset of like we're losing money how do we secure how do we prevent losing money the next time for 99 because mm-hmm. they already had that shit in plan we're gonna uh the anniversary the 30th anniversary mm-hmm. we're gonna do another woodstock and w- their plan was they had 
in Rome, New York, there was this air base, this air force base that just was vacant. Like the, they pulled out of there, like, mm-hmm. oh, we're just going somewhere else. So it's essentially, it's an empty air base. So they're like, this is perfect. The fence, there's already a fence built yeah. into it. Mm. So already you're, you're learning the promoter's main thing. It was just to make as much money as you can. Right. Because that shit's already there. Grant, like, if you know, I mean, air, air forces or just like, just like an airport in general is, is mm-hmm. essentially what it was. It's nothing but fucking asphalt. Yeah. There's very little to no grass there. Yeah. So all the heat is like radiating off the Ugh. asphalt. It makes it even fucking worse. Oh, God. Mm. And on top of that, uh, the prices were like the tickets were ridiculously priced. Back then, water, they were selling water for $4 a piece. Damn. Back then. Jesus. And beer was the same fucking price. So so every kid was just like, "Uh, I mean, I can get fucked up on beer, so I'm just going to fucking have beer. Yeah. And then it was insane heat wave during that that summer of 99. So you're getting dehydrated by the beer. There is no fucking water. Yeah. Because the whole thing was a shit show. Oh, my God. They interviewed... It's so in de- like how many people they inter- they interviewed attendees, the promoters, journalists at the time, EMT people, security huh. guard. Security guard pretty much enlightened you like what was the training like? He's like it was a three hour course. Oh no. Two of the hours, the instructor was going over the exam, giving us the answers, uh, and then the final hour was us taking that exam. What? And then that's it. So a Congrats. bunch of the a bunch of the security people. Were first of all instructed at the gate to remove and throw away any um, outside food and water. Like if you're coming in here, you're you're paying for Fuck. shit. So that's just the greed of the promoters and shit. Second of all, a lot of those security guards would just take their shirt off, hide their credentials. Hey man, I just got into fucking Woodstock for free. Shit. So a lot of that shit. So there was really no fucking security. And same thing with like uh, the people, the people that were cleaning up the staff. Yeah. So a lot of them were just like dipping out to be like, oh, I fucking want to see Metallica. Right. I'm just going to fucking. All right. I'm, all right I'll bye. work on the Friday. And then by Saturday, Sunday, those same people are gone. Shit. So the staff is dwindling by yeah. the, literally by the hour, by the day, by the performance. Almost <laughs> of like who's ever on fucking stage, like fucking Chili Peppers are on. Like, fuck this back. shirt and credentials. I'm seeing the fucking Chili Peppers. Uh-huh. It's just how horrible that shit was where there was really no campground to like of shade or anything and you forget it's 99 no one has a fucking cell phone Mm -hmm. so if you got lost there's like one little booth to be like find your friends essentially booth oh god and people are like dude i haven't seen my friend in like the longest time and there's like a tragic story where it's like i i lost my friend and he he ended up dying (gasps) because of a heat stroke oh shit because with you're in the crowd yeah it's crazy what the emt was saying it's like you get cold all of a sudden it's like your body freaks the fuck out so you're not like you're also you're you're heated but internally you're feeling fucking chills yeah and yeah and like in the heat in the crowd of people you're fucking dying dude yeah like that's like slowly like uh, like hypothermia almost yeah jesus and then also every morning the every the every morning they would have like a little press conference with the promoters with like media and shit Mm -hmm. and you could tell like they really want to spin it like it wasn't our fault. They're, they they blame the artists. Wow. They blame like specifically Fred Durst and Limp Biscuit. They're like you <laughs> you guys are the ones that like riled these kids up. I was about to say it was Limp like, Biscuit headliner. No, they weren't. They uh, were like uh, mid Saturday. 
Like the head Saturday night, the headliner was Metallica. Shit. Damn. So, and then on top of that, I mean, there, there's so much to fucking dive into. They only had three female acts. What? And everyone's like, how come you don't have any more female acts? Was and they're it, like, is it no doubt? No, no. it was Alanis Morissette. Okay. It was Sheryl Crow and it was Jewel. Who the fuck is going to watch that at Woodstock when you got... Exactly that shit. And then they spread them out each day. So one day you got one female per per day of the festival. Big fucking whoop. And the the worst part about it is Alanis was, I think, Friday. Yeah, Sheryl Crow was Friday. Alanis was Saturday. Right. After Alanis Morissette, this was the fucking lineup. Limp Bizkit, Rage Against the Machine, and Metallica. Okay. So people were fucking already booing Alanis Morissette, being like, "Fucking, yeah. we don't want to hear you. We just yeah. want Limp Bizkit, and then we yeah, want Rage, and then we want Metallica." Fuck. Yeah. So everyone's fucking like already fucking amped. Yeah. And on top of that, fucking drunk uh, as shit. Yeah, Limp Bizkit is fucking is 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 singing break stuff. Yeah. And that shit happens. Yeah, chocolate starfish. And then they go and they go into the fucking the the the, it's just the crazy the crazy fucking <laughs> like the rape the sexual assault rampant in that fucking festival. Oh god. It's fucking madness, dude. And what's the worst part? The fucking promoters blame the girls. Of course. I'm like, dude, what it's, the fuck is, is wrong like with you? And it's, and it's <laughs> and it's a now it, like the, the interview is happening now where Essentially, they're saying like, well, the, the girls were just walking around with their tits out. Like, what do you expect? Essentially, so is what we, he's fucking we, saying. You know, they deserve to get. Oh and I'm like, God. what the fuck are you doing, dog? Oh, like, my uh, God. Like, you're not coming out. Like, why would you even fucking say that? And then, yeah. And then everything was going on. And then they're blaming MTV. because like Because like, you guys oh. are fucking showing only the bad shit. I'm like, this is really what's happening. And they're like, yeah. fuck, like they're like, fuck Kurt Loader. We still have beef with that motherfucker because he's essentially saying like this shit's a war zone, and it was like, oh my god, water gave out halfway through Saturday. <gasps> like, like there was only specific places where you can get free water. Yeah, people started fucking bathing in there, contaminating <gasps> the water. People were like, I don't want to wait for this fucking water. They're breaking open pipes just to get fucking water. All the fucking porter potties broke down day one, almost like halfway through day one. What? And it just became a How? fucking muddy shit mess. People wow. started rolling Ooh. around in that motherfucker. <laughs> it's fucking God, no. horrible. No. And then no. they started fucking burning shit on, like uh, tearing shit apart, like Saturday night, Sunday. What is the what is the thing that you get when you're exposed to like human waste? Is it sepsis? Yeah, yeah. sepsis. Yeah. Yeah. So it. And, and they were like charging ridiculous amounts for fucking food Dude. and water. And this was uh, this was right after Columbine. Oh, so fuck. there was a booth that was promoting like stricter gun laws mm-hmm. on like Friday, Saturday, even Sunday morning. They were giving out these fucking candles to be like they wanted a candlelight visual to they represent the victims oh, of oh, thing no. and that shit. And of course, them not knowing fucking crazy fucking people, they fucking use those candles to start burning shit. It's essentially, and they started fucking breaking down fucking (laughs) art murals that they had there. They started robbing fucking food. They were breaking into the semi trucks that were storing water and the food. And they're like, this is where all the fucking food is. This is like fire festival. It turns into fucking Lord of the Flies, essentially. (laughs) Oh, my God. And and another cool part to go back to the sexual harassment thing. Some of the band, like for the offspring and a couple other bands, Mm -hmm. they're calling that shit out as they see it. Yeah. They're like, dude, what the fuck? Like, he's like, let chicks fucking like crowd surf yeah don't be fucking groping girls oh yeah that's not fucking cool man if yeah. I, the uh and uh, what's the dude from corn fuck i forgot his name. Uh, anthony davis yeah i think so right yes anthony davis the <laughs> anthony davis <laughs> fucking, he's fucking, the brow the brow was <laughs> there something davis something davis mr davis the mr davis the mr davis uh corn davis was like calling that shit out <laughs> mr. too mr corn <laughs> 
it was like, hey, he's like, hey, what the, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, stop fucking like, yeah. essentially like fucking everyone's like, just like Jonathan Davis. Jonathan, Jonathan Davis. Davis. Yeah, assaulting these fucking, like groping yeah. them. Like, ins- and like, you see some of the footage where it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's fucking insane. And they're, and like women are saying like, yeah, they're like, I got fucking like sexually assaulted with like fucking so many fucking fingers. It's yeah. Like, Dude, it's insane. As someone who's experienced that, yeah, it fucking sucks. It's fucking horrible. And I just, it's crazy that the promoters were just yeah. like, well, it's fucking them. Yeah. The one other thing I didn't really agree with, they kind of like brought it on like it's primarily like a young white male thing. And I was more like, I think it's just like, just males in general like yeah. i guess like when they're put in that environment i think it's like it's, it's, it's hive like, mind mentality it's lord of the flies yeah. yeah it's white yeah because it's not a hip-hop festival yeah the only black <laughs> act that i could recall seeing that shit was dmx oh shit and that was it puffy yeah. was there but he wasn't really a performer but he was like around mm-hmm. so like yeah i think i think that was a little bit too far where they're just like essentially giving it to like and then leading towards like and then that energy went into fucking chat rooms and started like all right don't fucking make it a maga shit yeah. like these are just fucking crazy fucking like kids yeah. white and black i mean primarily white because yeah that's how the lineup was you know primarily mm-hmm. like their fan base is going to be white fucking dudes going to see metallica corn yeah chili peppers all that shit limp biscuit yeah, especially <laughs> during that shit and there was like the hype of limp biscuit yeah and that's what it's it like, was. Dude, corn rules, man. I saw them <laughs> right once. They freaking rule. No, and even they were like, yeah. seeing the crowd, they're like, dude, this is a fucking weird ass energy. And yeah. All the artists, like, as soon as they say, like, as soon as my set was done, I got the fuck out of there, dude. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to fucking stick around. And they were like, these other artists, like, Moby was there. And Moby's like, why the, the fuck, fuck am I here? Yeah. yeah. Moby. Mo- yeah. Moby. Moby was like, yeah. Because they had the main stage. The and then vegan? they had, like, yeah. Yeah. And then they had, um, like, the, uh, this almost like this carrier warehouse where they I guess they store like other fucking planes and oh, then they okay. just did they, they just did a show in there for like, like all smaller. night raves and shit oh, like EDM okay. yeah that sort of shit right got it and he's like yeah like why the fuck am I here, here. like this is insane he's like Can but I it's, it's a fascinating Jesus. it's a fascinating doc I mean it's gonna get you fucking heated like in some places for sure it's like oh, one of the great. original fire fests yeah yeah, okay. and then you know at the end of it they're like they uh, you f- I found out that they wanted to do another in, in 2019. <laughs> And then they're just like, uh, yeah, I mean, we like shit happened. We had to cancel it or something. What we had to the, like postpone yeah, it. No. I'm like, yeah, you guys are not prepared. You guys don't realize like you, it's all greed. And yeah. if they're still saying these things in the interviews now, yeah. Yeah. It, it would not be any better. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I've been I've been in crowded shows where I feel like I was going to die. I can't imagine those people in yeah. the heat exhaustion. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane, dude. Yeah. I've only been to one of them and it was Rock the Bells. Mm. Even then I was just like, dude, it's fucking insanely hot. Yeah. Like, I was like sitting yeah. to the back where I'm like. There's no fucking way I'm going further up into the stage. Like yeah. I can see Tribe Called Quest from yeah. here. Fine, I am fine from here. Like I don't, yeah. I don't need to fucking go all the way up there. One of the last shows I went to before COVID was Have Heart. Yeah, and it was a huge deal um, for people that follow hardcore because it was like ten years since, or maybe twelve years since they played a show. But I was in the crowd in the beginning, and I was getting crushed by the swarms of people mm-hmm. and it just got so so hot yeah i couldn't breathe it, i couldn't it wasn't because people were crushing me at that point it was just so hot and like 
oxygen was being soaked up. Yeah. I could not breathe and I had to like get That's out of funny. there. That's how some of the people, even one of the EMTs were yeah. really describing that. Yeah. One, like, it's one of the worst feelings. Because yeah. it's just a bunch of bodies generating heat yeah. in there yeah. and it just, uh, it's horrible. Yeah. And if, if you know, like how like the air feels thicker or thinner, I guess in a sauna, it basically was that. Yeah. And my only option to get out of that was to get on stage and jump off <laughs> and then grab Scott yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's your best imagine. option. Sometimes on hardcore shows, being on stage is the safest place to be. Yeah. Go to yeah. The it's back. Tra- it's, it's, Tragic when you like like throughout the documentary you're seeing like oh people died and the ninety percent of it is heat exhaustion yeah because yeah. they're just yeah, yeah they couldn't there's no water for yeah. them to have they're drinking alcohol all fucking day exactly yeah. and they're the fucking and they're in the they're in the pit or they're like near the fucking there, stage there's a yeah. science to all that crowd control shit what was the worst um was in France or Germany you heard of that so it was familiar. a huge festival that happened and tons of people died mm-hmm. like. Because uh, he went under, stampede. right? I think it was uh, France. Right? Yeah. It was in the 90s? I think so, yeah. Right? And it was like one of the worst cases of like, like I think like a trampling. Mm-hmm. People oh, the dying. crushing? The crushing. Yeah, oh, there, uh, there was one. I mean, the oh, the biggest one I know was in Liverpool. It was for Maybe that's game. the one. Oh, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. I was thinking of a, a music festival specifically, okay. but Liverpool, I remember that too. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the crushing killed like 25 people. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Go okay. Liverpool. <laughs> yeah, hey, fucking, like, yeah. or just like, really um, fucking players. What's interesting, like how like firefighters use that case study of that venue in Ohio. Yeah, uh, the, oh, the yeah. fire safety one. Yeah, yeah, like they how all the crowd works, and like also it was a low ceiling in that mm-hmm. one. Right? It was fireworks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's insane. Crit- yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy when you like look at like I guess the science behind um, just crowd control. Yeah. And like how quickly shit can go bad. Exactly. In a matter of seconds. But at the same time, it's funny too, because like after near the end, at the end of the doc, they show you, I guess that that same year was the first year of Coachella. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you see how Coachella like did it. Like it's a grassy field. Yeah. So different. Everyone, everyone at the entrance gets a free bottle of water. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then everything was like crowd controlled. Wasn't it, that, it was better acts too. It was like no doubt. I'm sure gorillas. Yeah, but it's just they focus on the execution of it, yeah. just like slightly. I mean, yeah. they don't. They, they yeah. maybe like five minutes on just at the end of it, just yeah. with Coachella how how well they did it, and the ultimate it goes back to the promoters. Like yeah. you're the ones that wanted to fucking skimp on training, just getting anyone off the fucking street, being like, you want to be security for for a weekend? Yeah, you'll make fucking what two hundred bucks, and then you know you'll you'll be good. And they're like, yeah. ah, fuck these credentials. I'm gonna, I want to, yeah. go, I'm gonna go see a fucking show. And then yeah, and these people just specifically like choosing that site just to prevent people from crashing the festival, right? Because everything's fenced in already, mm-hmm. but also screwing them up with it's just fucking asphalt and heat. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no fucking. There's no way for you to like to chill out and like, oh, I'm gonna go in the shade. Where there's no, right. there's yeah. no tree. Yeah, there's no nothing. There's exactly. no fucking. There's no shade there, dude. Yeah, even though Coachella's in India, like the desert of yeah, California, they still have it's still it's still wild how they're still not like they still blame they still blame MTV they still blame fucking <laughs> Zim Biscuit they still blame women for fucking being raped. Oh, it's wow. insane, dude. My God. Who would like to go next? Strongly like, recommend how are we supposed show. to follow that up? Strongly recommend that show. I know what I'm going to talk about. It's going to take it. up a lot of time. Oh, you guys can talk. Um, I guess I could talk about the podcast I've been listening to. There you go. So, uh, Bailey Sarian, which I know I've mentioned her before. I've she has her. A, a YouTube channel. She started doing a podcast about dark history. So the last one she just posted about was um, about how lobotomies came to be and like how they were you know, were like the thing to do and how cool they were in the past and like how 
how fucked up it actually yeah. is. And that shit was like a go-to, right? Yeah. Now we just like, like, we got a headache. Was that like, like a the 10th century mind. thing or something? No, it was like, no. they uh, stopped doing it back in the 90s. Yeah. Like, this is how fairly recent oh, still is. Like, no, yeah. the 40s, like, 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 the 60s, 70s. Yeah, but like, the 90s finally, like, kind of, like, faded out. talking about, like, way out. back when. No, no, no. Like, no, this guy, like, perfected it. Like, he was the reason why they started going through, like, the eye socket with the ice pick. Like, this guy got it down to the T. Like, yeah. it was just crazy because she does... You know, she talks to people is who are... Is it for schizophrenics that they did it? So they did it... Well, it was mainly for women. Uh-huh. Yeah. Of course. I think they did it for, I'm telling uh, you, I think they did it for anyone, right? Uh, people who were gay. People who... Um, I'm like, fuck, I'm fucked. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, like, uh, people who were just different or just weren't, like, normal. They would do the lobotomy on. Damn. But the she's talked on she's has six episodes so far, but it's cool because she'll do the podcast and then yeah. she'll post it on YouTube for you How know long each episode about like less than an hour, like forty five minutes. Oh, sweet. Yeah, like so it's a pretty good chunk, but like not like boring. But then too, she kind of gives her own personality to it. But so the one I listened to today was about the lobotomy one, and then the one before was about birth control and how birth control came to be. And you know, women now, I'm on birth control, so. No little ones. So it's almost like the dark science. Yeah, like it reminds me of. Oh fucking! There was a great, there was a great show on the Science Channel back in the day with. uh, I forgot the name of the host, but yeah, yes, like that. So it talked about how, like, which I had no idea, but birth control. They literally were testing it out on women in Puerto Rico, of course, and I guess in Puerto Rico was a big thing for women to get sterilized after they had two kids because they're like, oh, if you have too many kids, you're going to be poor. So, you know, you need to get sterilized and like, oh, hey, there's this new pill coming out. Like, you know, you can have that instead of getting sterilized. And sure enough, because it was so it was too much in hormones for women. Side effects and shit. They were having like extreme side effects. Mind you, like, you know, women still get effects now. But this was like astronomical. These women were experiencing and these poor women had no idea that they were even test subjects. They didn't oh, find out this, yeah. until yeah. like recently. And it was like even like eugenics is tied into birth control because they were trying to weed out, you know, the undesirables. And yeah. she's like, you know what that means? And I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I'm like driving to my nail appointment and listening to this. And I'm just like, what the fuck? That's on some Tuskegee Airmen shit right yeah, there too. Like, like, God damn. God. And she's talked about like Andrew Jackson before he was president, how much of a shithead he was. And oh, like, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think the what old, else. Uh, Iron Billy? Iron Side? Some shit Something like that. Like that yeah. And then DuPont chemicals, which were poisoning the water. And mm-hmm. like, so she goes into like detail. I want to see that movie, the Mark Ruffalo movie. Oh, uh, yeah. But um, I've been obsessed with her because I mean, I love her murder mystery makeup videos so the fact that she started this podcast about history and i'm like i enjoy history so (laughs) it's interesting watching those videos because it's literally her applying makeup bareface yeah just telling stories no i think you've shared one of the i'm curious how the how is the video element for this one now is it just Uh, so she's like done up she has like her little room she's in and then she's like talking to the camera but obviously filming the pod or recording the podcast at the same time but um you know, but she the way she is, if you guys haven't watched her, she's very like if you're talking to your best friend and she's telling you the tea, like so when I'm doing my makeup, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, girlfriend, tell me how yeah. this guy c- killed his wife yeah. or, you're very you know, that shit. yeah, it's engaging. Exactly. What's but, the name of the channel again? Uh, it's called Dark History and it's on Spotify, all the other podcasts where you can listen to podcasts and it's on on YouTube, too. But um, yeah, I was just listening to it. I'm just like sitting in the car like what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know, cause wow. 
things, see, especially yeah. like birth control. I never thought about where it came from, especially yeah. these women in Puerto Rico got fucked over by it. And, you know, lobotomies. So she was talking about how the one Kennedy sister, like, literally went back to like being a two year old and she was in her 20s when she got it done yeah. and how fucked it made her. And I was just, yeah, it was just nuts learning about the history of it. And I'm just like, wow, we have come kind of far, sort of. Yeah. You know, but. She's like, oh, I got more. We, we got plenty. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm scared. That's <laughs> like, why. Yeah. That's why I wanted to check the shit out in Hollywood, that the uh, that, that psychology museum and shit. Oh, but yeah, I was yeah. just like, oh, sponsored by Scientology. Scientology I'm like, right? fuck this then. They're like, what's your name? <laughs> I don't want to fucking get my things checked afterwards and shit. <laughs> right. Go fuck you. Ask them how much a subscription is. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, so the girl, Bailey Sarian, her and her fiance went to visit the Scientology building. Yes. And, of course, they asked for your info. And she, I forgot which porn star name she put. But she's uh, like, well, if they look me up, they're going to yeah. get an interesting find. Jenna Jameson or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But she's like, it was fucking creepy. And I was like, ooh. Side note. I've always, I don't know if it's just me. I just always wanted to test my mental, I guess, acumen or state. Uh huh. Just be like, could I withstand their brainwash bullshit? You're not that guy, pal. Just be like, you know what? Give me the fucking runaround, dude. Give me, give me the whole fucking tour. <laughs> give me all no, of you it. You have to, you have to make yourself vulnerable. I think give that shit. You, you, you tell them like, like you want to. I don't know to. what's going on with my life. I don't know where to turn to anymore. Right. It's, yeah. it's all madness to me. Is it worth the risk, though? Yeah, that's, that's the what only I'm thing. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah. Like, yeah. Am I strong all... enough mentally to withstand their bullshit to be right. like, I mean, uh, my, yeah, my fear at the end of the day is like, fuck, they can make some good fucking points. Points, right? Like, I don't want that shit. They put the worm in you your head. Exactly. And then, I'm like, then I'm fucking coming back and be like, you know, yeah, fucking give me that E-reading, man, right now, dude. <laughs> I, I feel some shit in me. <laughs> I feel the shit. I've always been curious to be like, I think I can do it. I think I could just like, don't be surprised if one of these days be like, hey, no. man, I went to the fucking, the, the fucking celebrity center and shit or whatever. We're going to go visit the volcano where the alien yeah, went. Zanu or whatever the fuck Zanu. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever watched the Leah Remini Scientology? No, but I've seen uh, Going Clear. It's on HBO. Oh, okay. It's so fucking good. Yeah, the Leah I, Remini one was uh, really good. I've seen a couple good. episodes of that one. I'm assuming like, it's people that like left? Yes. Okay. No, the, the, that, the Leah Remini one is yeah. that one where she and another dude that used to be like head of security. Or yeah, head like he's one of the higher ups. Michael Sunshine. Shit, right? yeah. or something like that like they're both interviewing like people that left the church or like that and even like escaped. oh <laughs> like the dude that wrote and directed crash uh he 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 was a big name and he's fucking talking shit about them as well yeah damn but, but you know I, I strongly recommend go if you're going clear it's yeah. on HBO it's oh, okay. so fucking good but it's, yeah, it's just it's scary because like they're like in the car, you know, getting driven, you know, driven around and they're like, that car's been following us for the past like five yeah. miles. Jesus. Or like the ones that they interview, they're like, yeah, I've been getting like weird phone calls call or squirrels, I think. Or they're yeah, they're like, like or I yeah, see, I noticed the What's same person like following me, like when I've gone in the market or I've gone to get gas and like, you know, it's just fucking creepy because it's like, if you have nothing to hide, why are you sending these people out? But obviously you have something to fucking hide if you're sending these people to stock. Like, yeah. And like, you still haven't found that dude's fucking wife. Yeah, no. The, the head, oh, of the, yeah. head of the church. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, David Miscavige, mm -hmm. his mm -hmm. wife. He's still fucking missing. And the scary part was Leah Remini was really good friends with her. Yeah, for months. Uh, yeah. She's still fucking gone. And yeah. everyone's just like, uh, okay. Yeah, then. I think she's alive. I hope. Like, it's so sad. Nah, I think she's fucking gone. Oh, yeah. You know, she's that, in a she's ditch. Like, I think I've talked about it before on the, the pod, but they, yeah, they have a, there's a center that they have that Scientology has where it's. Pretty much just the fucking internment camp for people mm -hmm. inside the church that they feel like. And it's here. Are threatening. <laughs> yeah. In California. Yeah. yeah. It's like. And, and they're mm -hmm. like, they're doing like manual labor 23 hours a day. Yeah. Like no bullshit. Like you only get yeah. like an hour of sleep to oh eat God. and shit. Yeah. yeah Everything else is like, 
you're using a fucking toothbrush to clean this entire room. Yeah. Like that's how that type of shit is. And I'm pretty sure she's in one of those fucking mm-hmm. things. It's insane. And like, yeah. And like they described one event where um, the guy was fucking playing like some like insane musical chair where he's playing Queen, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. And he's like pausing it and people are just fighting over the fucking chair just to be like the last one on the chair, you know, gets in my good graces, essentially. Yeah. my memory. No, dude, fucking Scientology is wild. Yeah, Going clear. Crazy. Check that shit out. Yeah. It should be on HBO Max. Yeah, there's a lot more that they hide that we don't even know about. Oh, yeah. It. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Just like I, I, gotta, a, I gotta check out that fucking... Uh, uh, Netflix. Dark History. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it Danny Masterson who was in that shit, too? Yeah. All the sexual yeah, and he, assault? Yep, yep, and he got charged for it. And rape, actually? Yeah. I think he was charged rape. for rape, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, because he raped his girlfriend. Yeah. Damn. Vard. Yup. Scientology. Goddamn. Good documentaries, yeah. Good fucking... <laughs> Uh, Good stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys saw quickly. Uh, I, I want to check out that Pray Away one. Yeah, on it looks interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's the about con- conversion, the therapy. conversion uh. therapy camps. Oh, I just saw some stuff about it today. Yeah, on Twitter. Apparently, it's pretty good, but also sad. Yeah, I'm probably gonna 100%. cry. Yeah. I'm sure. There, I think there was like a Nicole Kidman movie recently, or not recently, but like in the past five years that came out. That's pretty good. I heard. That's about that. Yeah, I think she plays the mom mm. of. Um, of one of the kids or That's some right. shit. Jesus. And, yeah. Ugh. And yeah, and I think I don't know, she's conflicted by it too and she realizes like, oh, this is a fucking horrible decision. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, that's another one. <laughs> Your ketchup? Yeah, so I've been listening to a podcast as well. Ooh. Not dark. I've been listening to <laughs> This Is Important by the Workaholics oh, guys. fuck yeah. Oh, my I God. I heard of that one. Dude, it is funny. I'm, I'm a little like, more than halfway caught up now. Mm-hmm. There's like, I think they're on like 47 and i'm like on 27 right now oh okay oh it's already ended no they're just they're, they, they, just, oh, they yeah. just released one i think yeah. like tuesday i just oh, listened okay. to it today yeah and dude it is so funny and after <laughs> listening to it I, i'm telling you man we need a soundboard dude the soundboard adds me, to it it's the soundboard, so good the soundboard gives it's just it's like it just hits <laughs> it hits different dude i think my favorite sounds that they use is uh there's two of them it's the one when they, so Blake is the one that controls the soundboard. And uh, whenever someone says someone's something kind of suggestive or even just kind yeah. of sexy, there's one that he plays and it's like dude yelling hot, 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 oh, hot. Yeah, it's like yeah. hot, 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 hot. And then there's an, the other one is the Kevin Federline. Yes. Oh, oh my God. Oh, so you heard of the Popo yeah, Zao yeah, song yeah, from yeah. Kevin Federline? Yeah. yeah. So, so, so it's, it's him yelling that. like, I want to see some Popo Zao. <laughs> No, my favorite oh. one is whenever they're talking about getting <laughs> fucked up or something, they play the fucking. <laughs> they're just like, ooh. Every time. It's every so time, good. They're talking about like. Just yes, I know exactly. Using caffeine yeah. or just like three cups of coffee. Like, yeah, like oh yeah, like <laughs> I drank three cups of coffee this morning. Then they yeah, just like, drop that shit in there. And it's just so funny, dude. Honestly, we can work it if we get a mixer. Oh, yeah. We'll do that. It's just yeah. so I have a funny. Board already too. I mean, tr- tr- I mean, tr- I know about it. I mean, I, I listen to like you know your mom's house, and they have a, their drops are fucking insane. I mean, it's yeah. all in joke. Like they're using yeah. whatever videos they have, and it's fucking <laughs> hilarious and they like, used well. But I mean, yeah, we could fucking test it out. Yeah. See what the fuck Dude, happens. There's like, so many funny ones that I get. Like that's why when I edit, yeah. sometimes I add little things here and there, but yeah. it's just hard. Yeah. yeah. 
It's it's funnier to see yeah. you guys react to it. Yeah. But if we could work out logistics, I could figure it out. Yeah, because yeah. there's sometimes they're like they're just talking about something. Yeah. <laughs> and just if there was no it. sound, if there was no sound, you can their conversation would keep going, and then they'll probably just switch subjects. But they drop the sound, and that conversation just goes to ten, <laughs> yeah. like out of nowhere, dude. It's, so <laughs> it's just bad. so funny. Damn, what's it called? It's called This Is Important. This Is Important. Yeah. yeah. I gotta check that shit out. And they just like talk about random stuff. And yeah. like my favorite, my favorite episodes are the ones where they talk about like How long behind the episode? scenes of Workaholics. One like an hour and 20 minutes. One of my favorite something. stories actually is because uh, they were talking about their time before Workaholics when they were trying to make it in. Oh, yeah. And, do, and so like uh, Adam was uh, at the improv. Yeah, he was in the Hollywood improv. And his one of his first break, big breaks was a Domino's pizza commercial. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, Dude, that's a funny one. And he's talking about the story and... Uh, <laughs> So they're shooting it and they're doing a back shot of him and the director gets frustrated and like cut, cut, cut. Can we get him a bigger shirt? And then they're like, oh, okay. Is like my shirt too tight? Am I like looking a little chubby or anything? And then later, and then eventually they don't use him. Later did he learn that his ass was too big. They're trying to cover it. They're trying to cover cover his ass. For a Domino's commercial, he's like, "Damn, am I this cheeked up? That I'm so distracting for the hot pies." Double cheeked up on a Thursday yeah. afternoon. My fear, I think my favorite one that he told was probably the one where he has a set to go on, and he's nervous. I think. Oh, it was the day uh, the that poop? yeah he was he was hosting that night, and Dave Chappelle was there, and he was really nervous. Oh God! And he had to put on a, a set real quick, and he pooped in his pants before yeah. and he put it in a pot what? right there in a potted plant a potted plant what? went up he said he killed the set and he was riding the high so much that he was like honestly i thought this set was gonna go so bad because i shit myself and i put it in that potted plant over there <laughs> and he said the funniest part of it was some guy walked over there and was like, there's a shit in this plant. He really shit in here. And then the whole place exploded. Yeah, he drops the mic and walks yeah. away. Right? Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, it's just... Oh my God. The little stories like that, dude, are yeah. just so funny. Yeah. Check that Some out. good shit. Yeah. Definitely gotta check that out. There's, there's things been going on. I think like lately, all I've been distracted with for the Lakers. past two days is free agency in the Lakers. NBA. Lakers. Shooters, 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 shooters. Just everything going on. Yeah, just everything going on. Like, <laughs> so like the Heat are looking good. The like, Heat are looking real good. The they got Bulls. Kyle Lowry, right? They got Kyle Lowry. They got Jimmy Butler. They got you know, fucking Eric Caruso's gone, dog. Yeah, the Bulls have Caruso, so mm-hmm. you know we're they're a force now. Now, but they have DeRozan. They have Levine. They have Lonzo. Um, That's so stupid. Why the fuck would you? I mean. I didn't really like Lonzo, but I thought he, he, he could have blossomed really well in that team. Yeah, well, the funny thing, too, like I was explaining, I was telling Lauren is like, oh, shit, we, when Westbrook came, right, before free agency. Lauren's like, yeah. 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 <laughs> I, was like, I completely Basketball? understand. So the one thing I was saying <laughs> She's is like, like, I get, I get Woj alerts every day. Yeah. Yep. How expensive is this fucking guy right now? And he's probably, I think he's like the highest paid player in the league right now. Who? I'm sorry? Westbrook. Yes. So... That was like, what the fuck? I like, what are you gonna do with money at that point? Mm, so like, yeah. we have to give up everyone basically. Selfie picks. So then, the good point that someone brought up was like, if the Lakers didn't do this big move, like getting Westbrook, because it's like one of the last few times LeBron could get a ring. He's older. They don't make this big move. Also, there's a bunch of free agents who are older, who are like, oh, they're serious. I'm down to take a pay cut to go there. That's my mm-hmm. one chance. Carmelo Anthony, mm-hmm. Trevor Ariza. Wayne Ellington, like all those players that the Lakers ended up getting, they all signed up for like super cheap. Yeah. There's one player who should have taken more, Malik Monk. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a 23-year-old from Charlotte. 
He's a shooter. He does really well. He did have, apparently, there's a rumor that he had a coke issue in his early years and he was suspended. <laughs> yeah. And this is like his comeback. Because uh-huh. he's like, if I do okay. well in this team, I'm going to get a payout, basically, yeah. right? He took a veteran minimum. He took $1 million when he could Shit. easily be paid 10 mm-hmm. And then um, Kendrick Nunn from the Heat came over. He Twice took a, back. He took a he oh, yeah. took a pay cut as well just mm-hmm. to play with this team. Yep. So then the Lakers are just like... <laughs> so the first one, the reaction of everybody was like, okay, they got Westbrook. They have no shooters. They have no spacing. Then they get a couple shooters and like, okay, now it's just the old guys. And now it's they're, they're the super team. Uh, it's just crazy what they've done. And with uh, Caruso going to the Bulls, it's like either Caruso or THT, you know? Yeah. Uh, you keep one but, or the other. But my argument is always like, because, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm extremely excited for this next year. Mm-hmm. But I knew, I, I'm, I'm still not a complete fan of the Westbrook trade. Not only because of the money, uh, the, the player and character, the guy gets really pouty sometimes. Uh, and that kind of annoys the fuck out of me. But another thing is, this it's essentially these contracts, all well and good, these players are coming in, but it's it just for a year. So let's say, God forbid, something fucking happens injury-wise or some shit happens where we don't fucking make it. And then next year, we're back at fucking square one. Like, mm-hmm. I, I understand the move of, like, we're, we're trying to do this now. LeBron right. is old he is right. you know he is almost like these last couple of years is pretty much the last couple of years he's gonna have that strong push to be that and until like after that he's probably gonna start taking really like reduced minutes so i'm just like i'm excited for this year don't get me wrong but then i'm also thinking like okay like what's gonna happen the following year where like all these people are gonna either be let's say they do win right it's gonna be it's it's a win for them because you're gonna be okay lakers like we won that shit now pay me or it's also gonna be like other teams are going to see these players and be like, we love what you did. We can pay you since the Lakers can't or the Lakers won't. Yeah. So come to our, come to our team now. You never know what happened. Plus the, this is the last year. This is the last year of the dang contract. Yeah. On the books that frees up like $6 million. Cause the back then before Rob Polinka, Mitch Kupchak and, and uh, Magic Johnson signed up this player, Lowell Dang. And, and guaranteed yeah. him money up Insane. until next year. Jeez. Even though he hasn't played a basketball game since 2019. What? And the Lakers can't get that money off their salary cap. They've been trying to. Oh, dang. And the NBA is like, nope. Like, no. The commissioner's like, no, that's the, you're sticking with that contract. Yeah. So he's still Shit. getting paid. He's touching a ball right now. Yeah. From Jesus. the Lakers. So, but the thing is, too, is that like last year's team was on paper better than the championship team before that, right? Yeah. But like, this team, I feel like, would be better than last year's team, and not because you know the talent's insane, right? And of course, the talent ins- was insane last year too, but it ended up not working out. Injuries, egos, whatever mm-hmm. it was. My main thing is like, like egos. It does play a huge factor. Yeah. That 2020 championship team, everyone was laughing at us. Avery Bradley, okay, yeah. Danny Green, Dwight yeah. Howard, like everyone's yeah. like, what the fuck is this team? Like it's so stupid. Yeah, but everyone budge. knew their role. Everyone yeah. embraced their role. There wasn't like, yeah. I'm playing, you know, because last year, Drummond's like, I'm coming in if I'm starting. Schroeder was like, I'm starting. Mm-hmm. All these people were like, I'm starting. I'm getting this. I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Like, these d- older dudes will find a way to work it. They will f- play their role. They're not going to play 30 minutes a night. Carmelo Anthony's not going to play 30 minutes. No. He's going to play 15 minutes. LeBron and Westbrook are just going to kick the ball out to him. He's a spot-up shooter. He can shoot. He'll make a shot. That's all he needs to do. Right? Yeah. Defense is lacking, of course, whatever, maybe. Yeah. The Westbrook thing, though, Westbrook is 
a fucking force of a freak of nature too in his own 100%, right. 100%. He will give you, a, he'll it's give you his hundred 120% every game. Yeah. So if LeBron's like, if got a groin issue again, right. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, Hey, like, or his ankles acting up by the way, the ankle injury, that was cause a dude fell on it. Not exactly. because no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. some dude fucking, yeah, his fucking Solomon body Hill. weight went on yeah. that shit. Yeah. So that wasn't like he hurt himself and tweet that his age His groin is probably the, the concern maybe, yeah. but if LeBron wants to sit out, you're even AD because he's getting beat up at, at the center position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Westbrook will make that happen with the people around him. Yeah. And TSU will. No, I, I, I yeah, I could already see a, a few nights of just, you know, being rested and shit and, you know, all, all that. Because when it comes down to it, when playoffs yeah. come in, that's the big deal. Uh, and I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, I, I, it sucks seeing them go, but them going out early as they did in the first round was a benefit. Just, yeah. It's yeah. benefit. They're just more rest time to be like, okay, now. We can properly rest. I'm not fucking shooting Space Jam. I'm not, you know, yeah. doing all this shit. This now I can finally, like, you know, get my body in shape, yeah. recover, fucking work out. They all had this a, stuff. from the championship team to the next season last year, it was like a 73 day off season. Yeah. Even, even LeBron nothing. said, like, mark my words, people are going to get fucking injured. And sure enough, mm-hmm. around the league, yeah. mad injuries, just mad Dude, injuries. And shit. The one that surprised me was Jamal Murray in the Nuggets. Yeah. Mm. He was amazing in the Insane. bubble. He was playing so fucking well. Yeah. I hated him, but I loved his game. Yeah. And then he tears his ACL last year. Insane, dude. And then like Donovan Mitchell Ouch. got hurt too, but he. But that's the sports in general too. Like football last year too. Yeah. There was a bunch of fucking injuries. Yeah. And who knows what's gonna happen this year as well? Where people yeah. are just. I mean, the body can only be fucking pushed so far, especially yeah. with fucking so much. And same thing, and like English football, soccer is even worse. It's insane. Like yeah. Their their seasons are just jam packed after jam packed, where they're just like, okay, now. Yeah, like recently too, it was okay. So I follow the, the Premier League. So they have their fucking season, which pretty much essentially starts late August, runs all the way up to fucking May. That's a fucking season. Damn. Yeah. And on top of that, you are in. If your your team is good enough, you're either you're playing in the UEFA League, the Champions League, or you're playing in the Europa uh, Champions League, uh, or. Uh, or you have uh, national duties. You're trying to qualify for a World Cup. You're trying to qualify for the Euros that happened last year. Which and should the have Olympics into- come in. Yeah, Fuck. and now the Olympics. So now these fucking teams are just like, dude, what the fuck? Like, that's why yeah. the United States, they just won the League Nations uh, Cup and the, the Gold Cup. They did that shit with fucking B teams. Because they're like, we're in the Olympics. We're going to do this shit. We're, gonna, we're also mm-hmm. qualifying for the World Cup. And that's just fucking one team. Yeah. And like these like fucking mega superstar teams in England, in the Spanish league, in the Italian league, dude, they're fucking like on fumes right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm sh- like this season, I'm just keeping my eye on. There's going to be so many fucking injuries. I could already yeah. fucking see it. So many people are going to fucking pull hammies. They're fucking, they're just going to be fucking ACLs done. And yeah, ankles. exactly. Yeah, that shit where it's like the fucking worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's but fucking, I mean, yeah, but. I mean, injuries are a part of sports. Maybe you can argue last year was maybe an exception because of just how. Oh yeah, hundred percent for like yeah, everyone. Hundred percent. I mean, if it shouldn't normally be like this, but I'm saying these couple of past years, like yeah, COVID was the main fucking factor, like yeah. lack of training or just overtraining, right? And then lack yeah. of recovery. Yeah, because it's just like okay, now you have like fucking essentially like four weeks, six weeks off. We're starting this season up again. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck, dude! Like it's horrible. So we'll see. This 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 year's exciting for me. Uh, I'm, for I'm a lot excited. Of fans. I, I mean, uh, this year I definitely want to go see a game. Shit's interesting. 
So I've been just been keeping up with all that. The funny thing is, uh, Schroeder's still not signed anywhere. No. The drama with that too, because uh, the Lakers offered him. Do you hear about the whole drama with no. Schroeder? So yeah. last year they offered him a four-year, eighty-four million dollar contract, and he said, "No, nah, I'm better than that. I'm betting on myself." He says, "I want to test out free agency." In, in 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 fewer words, he says, you know, just all that. Yeah. And uh, so he said, I'm betting on myself now. He didn't really show up when LeBron and AD were injured as much. Then he said, I'm looking for $100 million this offseason. <laughs> $100 million <laughs> what? for four years. So everyone's like, all right, let's see if you can do it, right? Meanwhile, you've got Westbrook on the market. you got Lowry on the market. You have Lonzo Ball on the market. What other point guards were there? <sighs> Are any of the other ball kids in the NBA? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lamelo's in yeah. the Charlotte Hornets. How is he? He's good. He won Rookie of the Year last year. Oh, shit, yeah, really? He's pretty good. Well, his yeah. dad really wanted them both to be playing. And then, like, you know, New Orleans is like, all right, get the fuck out of here, Lonzo. <laughs> yeah. So so there there was five better options besides Schroeder. Yeah. And then also hearing the ego thing, like, yeah. I'm worth $100 million. Yeah. So the, the issue was, is like, okay, what teams can you go to that can pay him that much? The Knicks, the Bulls. Um, I think the Hornets maybe, um, but then the Bulls signed Lonzo. So he, that's out of the question. That's his position. Yeah. Then the Knicks started spending money on their players. Yeah. So that's out of the question. So it's like, right. what is this dude going to get now? Five dollars. <laughs> because the Lakers are like, now the Lakers have leverage too, because yeah. now they can. I'd be surprised if it's anything over 60. Yeah. Cause the risk yeah. is like, if he goes, the Lakers wouldn't get anything returned to the team he would go to. They just buy him out. Right. So the Lakers now have leverage saying we can just sign them and trade them to somewhere and get a piece or two back yeah, mm. and then work with that. But uh, it's crazy. He still hasn't been signed Shit. yet. It's, it's tough because it's almost like it's that borderline of like confidence and arrogance. Yeah. yeah. If he would have performed way better in the playoffs, I'm sure he would have like he would have got more attention and be like, hey, we should probably look at Shooter or like or like some more. Mm-hmm. Or just like let's focus on him for a little bit. See what the fuck is going on with him. Yeah. But he was spotty at best. Granted, I mean, fucking injury, and he fucking had like every, like those last couple of weeks is when they really started trying to get their groove back. But yeah, I mean, he just didn't he just didn't show up, and then to still be like, no, I'm worth that much. I'm like, well, I mean, you kind of, I mean, the last thing you kind of showed us was like, not really. Like we have like, there's better options over there. Yep. Yeah, so I, I'll, I'll honestly be surprised if he gets anything more than sixty. I think it was also just the ego thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's that. Yeah. I mean, I, I get being confident. It's just like, no, nah, I'm worth that. I mean, and you're an athlete, dude. Like, you're fucking, and nothing's guaranteed. Get mm-hmm. as much money as you can as what you think you're worth. But at the same time, don't fucking shoot for the fucking moon and be like, nah, dude, like, I'm guaranteed that shit. Like, also, like, be realistic and be like, yeah. I, I want to get 100 million. They're offering me 84. Like, I mean, fucking, let's try to get fucking 90. Right. Let's not fucking let's go. Compromise. Fuck, yeah. Let's not fucking go 88. 87 dude let's not fucking go bananas yeah. and shit yeah to go for i need triple digits yeah come on dog 84 million dollars so stupid 21 million a year yeah. so could dumb. you imagine what no. that looks you like can't. in front of you i like, can't no like these contracts it's even worse than like fucking international 20, football it was like i, I can't oh, yeah. fathom i, looked, I, can't I fathom. looked up i looked up messi gets paid what 797 or some shit like yeah. that Lionel Messi gets paid seven ninety seven a season. So stupid. Or no, every four years. I think so. Yeah, That's or something like that. So dumb. Um, On average, the big ones get like uh, easily over a hundred million a year. Easy. What the yeah, fuck? and that's just, and that's without fucking sponsorships. That's yeah. their contract. Damn. Guaranteed. Like Curry's the like highest paid player now with his new contract, right? It was yeah. like four years to ten. 
Yeah. 210 million just signed it the other day right yeah Shit. and i was like dude that's crazy money and then i'm like how much is soccer oh no it's that's like yeah, a third of what like, soccer plays yeah. Yeah. soccer looks at like like basketball and football like that's cute all right yeah, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> nice. so pocket change over there all right. seriously oh man but Fuck, yeah i'm just man. uh i'm excited for basketball it's gonna be fun it's gonna be cool uh the nets yeah. are still a threat but now yeah. it's the bulls now you've got the bulls you've got the heat you've got fuck the clippers it's a break okay so to start off with suicide squad stuff i saw this thing where i guess there's a bunch of people review bombing it right now for snyder cut yeah hold on are we gonna go uh spoilers automatically give people the warning oh this is not not spoilers spoilers are we gonna name our little friend that gives the spoiler warnings Oh, What's he has her? an English accent, sort of, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, um. We'll think of it. Uh, we'll, we'll think of it. Okay. Wrong. But yeah, so apparently they're like review bombing the Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. and fucking on like Rotten Tomatoes, right? yeah, oh, like Rotten God. Tomatoes or whatever the hell it is. And somebody tweeted out a day before they're like, "Watch when they do the red carpet. Somebody's gonna come out and say release the A or cut or whatever." And oh, all of yeah. a sudden, Snyder people are going to be all for the Suicide Squad. I don't know. And, and for that kind of stuff. John Cena comes out and was like, yeah, you know, we should get the, we should get the air cut or whatever. And instantly, right then and there, people were just like, everybody watch Peacemaker. He's for the Snyder Cut. The Snyder Cut fans rally behind Peacemaker <laughs> and the Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh my God. And they went from literally hating it to fucking loving it oh my god and it's just like dude it's just so obvious they're just these crazy ass people out there dude i'm pretty sure they're like the QAnon type oh yeah Yeah, dude they're so easy predictable that like literally the day before somebody's like watch like just crazy like just watch crazy people just fucking adopt that shit it's just gonna happen but i also knew ayer was gonna come out and be like especially like after Ayer, ayer after seeing like the positive i said it internally is like I bet you Air's gonna fucking do like another strong push for his fucking cut. Yeah. And yeah why and wouldn't like, he? Huh? I said, why wouldn't he? If, like, this, no, but it died down. But he bringing it oh, up, yeah. especially with all this love and praise of like this, like everyone's like, this is a Suicide Squad, like or this how yeah. it this is how it should have been. Like, w- like I wish I could wash that other shit from my eyes type of thing. Yeah. And instead, he just came out of the gate being like fucking like essentially throwing Warner Brothers under the bus. And granted, I'm pretty sure they have that they do have their own blame for that shit. But I mean, and then during it, he was like so gung ho of like even said fucking fuck Marvel at the premiere. I remember mm-hmm. that shit. shit. But, I mean, um, I mean, I, I get it, but like let fucking let, let people enjoy what they have yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. This the the first Suicide Squad with David Ayer was I think the worst meddling I think WD, WB did. Yeah, um, their hands are all over that. So shit. Yeah. I mean, Ayer praised the Snyder, uh, Snyder <laughs> the, cut. Ayer praised the James Gunn version, and, mm. and he talked yeah. about like the the fall through with wb mm-hmm. the problem was drew do you remember the bohemian rhapsody trailer yes how yeah. everyone loved that trailer yeah. yes wb was like those dudes that cut our trailer are now going to cut yeah. our movie exactly that yeah and that's what happened when you get a trailer studio to cut your film because that fucking first 10 minutes of that movie i thought i was drunk <laughs> Because I could not it follow. Exactly, it was, yeah, it was yeah. the fucking, the intro and then that splash and then like intro yeah. and then that and then splash Banner character. And the, like, the, the Lambo and then like cutting to this and that. And I'm like, what the fuck is going? And I was like, 
It was cut like a music video. It was, I was yeah. like, what yeah. the fuck is going on? And then it doesn't do that for like the four, 80% of the movie. I'm like, I mean, if they want to release a cut, whatever, they'll probably will. I'm I'm not going to add fuel to the fire, I guess. I don't, I don't, I just don't condone these people that do I'd watch crap. it. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Too. I mean, even like, even during the time you're like, something's missing here, especially all the fucking footage that they use in the trailers. You're like, where, where, where is that Joker? Where is that costume? Where is that mm-hmm. set piece? Where is, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, of course. I'm going to see it, but I mean, not to take anything away, but this is above and beyond what I expected. Like James Gunn's Suicide Squad. Is oh, just- dude, yeah. yeah. That thing, that first like 15, 20 minutes. Dude. Okay, let's get into spoilers. <laughs> I spoilers. Well, I guess we could just say what we thought about it first, then spoilers. Okay, go All for right. it. I thought it was fun. Some parts dragged on a little, but for the most part, it was so gory that I think at one point, like Alan said, there was a scene that if they would have kept yeah. the gore in the scene, NC seventeen, it'd baby. be NC seventeen. It yeah. was they did a Kill Bill where it's yeah. just like they they change the color of it or yeah. they, they they change the effect of it to not be blood, mm-hmm. yeah. so they can get away with it. Yeah, exactly. it's um, over the top, and it did feel way more high stakes that anyone could die just because of that first five minutes. Oh, yeah. The stunners that you would get, you're like, wait, what? What the fuck? What's going on? Like, yeah. is this how it goes? I mean, I enjoyed the movie a lot. There's some good jokes. There's some jokes that fell flat, but most of it was really good. Characters that you didn't think you would care about, you cared about. Still were all- That's the James Gunn special, dude. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. I have a, you know, I, I, I'm sure the listeners know that. I avoid trailers like the play. I mean, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch the first teaser. Yeah. I allow myself that, and then everything else is like, I'm going to close my eyes. I'm not going to, I'll listen nothing. to it. But I'm not going to hear shit. I hear nothing. <laughs> every time after I see the movie that I'm hyped for, I don't do it for every movie, just every movie that I'm really hyped for, like mm-hmm. I avoid TV spots, trailers, all that shit. And then after when I see the movie, I always, my routine is always come home. All right, let's fucking check out the trailer, see what the fuck it was. And to a fucking T, I was just like, yep, almost like every joke that really fucking hit me was spoiled in the trailer or all these fucking action pieces. I'm like, mm. that's spoiled. That would have been spoiled for me. That would have been spoiled for me. So I'm like, fuck yeah. Just reaffirms me. Close my eyes at these fucking trailers. Yeah, I, I mean, I did. I avoided the trailers too because I didn't want to feel that. So I haven't watched the trailer yet. Yeah. So I don't know what it thinks yeah. looks like. So but much. I'm assuming they show a lot of the Congo stuff like. The, the, no, the, it's the, it's mostly the the final uh, the final uh, battle, yeah, you know, yeah. Like Jesus. and like a lot of the jokes. Man, but it's it, just it, it felt like an eighties film. It's very much so, yeah. And it's just Rambo, Predator. I, I mean, I love I love Marvel. I mean, I, I love DC a little bit more. I, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you. I just love like I mean I, I read mostly DC books. Mm-hmm. And then like Image and then Marvel, really. or And then, I mean, obviously Dark Horse, Boom Studios, all of them. But DC is like really fucking close to my heart. But And then just the the joy after seeing this movie, during it too, where you're like, Marco said it best at a fucking tweet. Like I, he said, uh, James Gunn is the king of yeah, just taking these characters that yeah. you know very little about to nothing about. And making you so invested in these fucking characters where you're like you're fucking rooting for polka dot man you're rooting for fucking nanu you're rooting for these uh, these these people that you've like wait who the fuck is this like insane character from the 60s that doesn't make any fucking sense yeah and then you're just like and then at the end of it you're like you're fucking devastated 
yeah. or you're fucking you're fucking up in your feet cheering because they have a fucking hero moment. Yeah, it's it, it's he's the best at that shit. Yeah, it's very and true. it's so good to see. It's it's so fucking heartwarming to see him using DC, just showing you the potential of DC, like like what their characters can be, how ridiculous they are. Even the villain he uses, and I'm, I was like thinking, like I was thinking back to, to Guardians Volume Two, where like how hard he had to pitch of like, okay, the main villain's gonna be Ego. Who the fuck is Ego? Is this fucking planet? I'm like, are you fucking sure? Yeah. <laughs> and then he did it. He did it again with this other character, where I'm sure everyone's like, you can't. Like it'll be impossible yeah. to m- put this character in a movie. And he did. And it. he fucking nailed it. I I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I won't spoil anything. Yeah. But that last scene where it's it shows the things that's going to happen. Uh huh. Yeah. That was like a, not at the same level, but watch watching Endgame when it says New York and you're like, oh, and that when yeah. that popped up, I was like, dude, this is going to be hype as hell. You're like ready. You're like, yeah. yes. What did you think, Lauren? Um, I enjoyed it. It's finally a comic book movie that I didn't have to hear Omar bitch about. Well, yeah. And I was like, thank you, God. You know what's funny is like. <laughs> I can actually enjoy my ride home. You know what's funny uh, is that Harley Quinn specifically was so much stronger in this movie than the last. A hundred percent. And yeah. even yeah. in Birds of Prey, she was in my opinion, sexier in this movie, but not because James Gunn gave her ass shots or showed Mm -hmm. her, you know, her cleavage or anything like that. It was just because she was so imposing and strong and like... Yeah, she's confident. But that's like the big draw of Harley Quinn and we... Yeah. yeah. A lot of the times they just use like her sex appeal because it's Margot Robbie, you know? Yeah. 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 But it's like, yeah, like you really see Harley Quinn here like like, what she should be. It's funny. I saw, like I was channel surfing this weekend and I just came like Suicide Squad was on TNT. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, let's. Uh, I was like, I just want to see like like I'll see a couple scenes, and it's almost cringeworthy. Yeah. Some yeah. of the scenes with fucking Harley, the, yeah. the dress up scene with like Eminem's yeah. yeah. and, back, and like yeah. the, the the plane shot because like you see, there's a different plane shot mm-hmm. in this Suicide Squad mm-hmm. where you fucking see the people first being loaded up. Yeah, and it's so fucking cringy, and that first air uh, Suicide Squad. Where she's like goes up to katana's like what is that smell of death or whatever the fuck and i'm just like god damn <laughs> it's way better in yeah. birds of prey uh mm. but this surpasses yeah. like th- to me this is the best harley performance yeah. yeah it's what happens when you get somebody that loves the source material and makes one of these movies that's why james gunn makes really good comic book movies because mm-hmm. this guy loves the source material and he will literally bring out the character into the movie it's he just doesn't the- just like read one or two things and like you know what that's my character i'm gonna use it no he like reads a bunch and he mm-hmm. gets a feel for the character he's a master storyteller yeah he's a master yeah. storyteller and this like just like like reaffirms that shit where it's just he knows his material so well and he has such a, a a pinpoint vision of it like no this is how it needs to be not that it has to be like it needs to do this it need, these characters need to do this every character has a purpose exactly. every character has a purpose and, away. and a personality even yeah. the ones you're like why the, why the fuck is this person in this yeah, shit exactly. like, oh there's a purpose yeah. he, he mentions too that like this movie was his favorite to do yet mm. and you can tell on screen because it goes back to his sensibilities like before Guardians like mm-hmm. Slither yeah super mm-hmm. like yeah. the gore and just kind of un- like unfiltered version of like what he wants to tell in the story yeah he was given that with a big property mm-hmm. yeah in mm-hmm. WB they, they said go nuts and it makes it like fun to watch that like, Harley's cussing yeah, like, yeah. You know, yeah. But, I felt, but I never felt I think like the fear of it too is like well, as I think with Marvel and, and, and these are my own opinions 
I think Marvel was afraid to loosen the leash because you might go overboard. Yeah. 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 But at no point I felt like it was too it was too exploitive or it went overboard. It was like, oh, it's like a little bit too much. No, the characters James that up. were doing the goring would make sense. For yeah, those exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, so hopefully now you're seeing these other studios with, you know, whatever property they have of just like letting them just like have faith in your fucking director, in your storyteller, in your writer. Yeah. To be like, they're going to fucking, they'll know when to like step back and like, you know, not to push the envelope too much. Cause at no point I felt like this is way too much. Yeah. Or like this is out of character. You know, like, everything was it. like, oh, this is appropriate. This yeah. is exactly, that's what he would say. That's what she would do. Yeah. So and so. Like the perfect example, Rick Flagg. He's mm-hmm. like the hero of the group and he never does anything that you're like, oh, this is just because it's an R rating. He, that's why he's doing it. You yeah, know, he doesn't yeah. do anything. That no, I he's, he's yeah. like a true like hero in a sense where he's not like these, a bunch of villains are doing all these, you know, things. Speaking of which. Viola Davis was so much better in this scene. Oh my god, God, that that scene when she was yelling at them and cussing at the storm. Is that a spoiler? I don't know. Little British man. Mr. Higginbottom. (laughs) (laughs) If you have not seen James Gunn's The Suicide Squad, then head to the 1 hour 41 minute and 25 second mark to avoid spoilers. Okay, thank you, Mr. Higginbottom. So, the movie, the first five minutes introduces you to well first minute is michael rooker mm-hmm. brilliant opening yeah it gives you the perspective of this new person into the suicide squad you almost yeah. like almost like your perspective of yeah. like you're the first time and then the, the fear in his eyes of like what the fuck is happening, happening. They make, yeah they make him into this guy he's a hard ass yes, yeah he's a train killer yeah. he's ready for anything he'll do whatever like he just seems like the guy that would do whatever you just picture like this hardened oh, yeah. dude yeah yeah, you and feel like he would be like the villain. Perfect, or yeah, yeah. perfect setup. Yeah, yeah, perfect setup. And then they introduce the other characters. They got Weasel in it. They got... Um, <laughs> My man. Who, 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 who else do they show? Uh, Blackguard. 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 Captain Boomerang. Uh, Captain TDK. Javelin. Uh, Mongrel. Yeah, Mongrel was there. Um, Mongal. Oh, Mongal. Mongal, yeah. That's right. Uh, so it's, it's all these characters, right? Yeah. And they introduce the, I guess... Team. The, the team that initially lands <laughs> yeah. on Corto Maltese. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's funny, uh, you and I were talking about like what other villains that they would show in the prison. Mm. I think there was only like one that we saw. It was, uh, I know, I noticed Calendar in the Man. credits, it said Calendar Man mm. and Kaleidoscope Man. Yeah. And then mm. there was one that was like Tyler or something. Yeah. We were I don't all, know if we were all taking like bets beforehand. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not monetary, but we were just trying to see like who was going to My money was on Condiment King. Yeah, I thought I thought Condiment King too. I thought mine would be like Onomatopoeia or something like that. Yeah, wow, um, shit. So the first five minutes, it's the the team landing. Yeah, and they jump off the plane. Yeah, Weasel drowns. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, God, that's and, so and bad. Then, and then I was like, what? And then Michael, what, what character was he playing again? I'm well, sorry. The, the, the funny Savant. part of yeah. it when Weasel jumps and he's like <laughs> drowning, drowning, yeah. and everybody was like, nobody, <gasps> nobody checked to see if this guy could swim. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're jumping into the ocean, nobody checked. And they're just <laughs> like, the bets? They're such yeah, they're money. like all talking and like worrying about Weasel as he's drowning, <laughs> and they're like, nobody checked. Like, oh, okay, all right. And then he just. Yeah. 
he just dies. And you're just <laughs> so like, like, okay, yeah. one down. Then, well, the thing is, like, I, I thought he'd be okay because, like, Savant saves a Michael Rooker. Yeah. And then he's like, Weasel's dead. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> Weasel's dead, I guess. That's it. That's the end yeah, of Weasel. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay, I wanted to see something cool with Weasel, like, funny or whatever. Yeah. But the, 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 the thing that made it scary about him, though, was, like, when they mentioned later in the, he murdered 26 kids or oh, something. Yeah. Like, 27 uh, kids. 27 kids. <laughs> yeah. is like, okay. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm curious. I just, I mean, I just thought of this. Uh-huh. Was there a moment? Or, or how far into the movie did something happen or was it a line or was it a scene or was it an action set piece that it just like uh, it just hit you of like, oh, this is this is really good where it was just like, oh, this is you, your doubts and fears went away. You're just like, oh, I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm in for it. Honestly, I love everything. Like, I love it. So it wasn't after Blackguard died. It was after Mongal went. And jumped oh, on the yeah. helicopter. Oh yeah! Yes. Yeah. And she's just, just screaming. Yeah. yeah. So for, Pete Davidson, Blackguard, sells them out. Yeah. Tells yeah. them that they're all landing there. And he's like, "I'm selling you out here. I'm here, guys. I told you, whatever." He gets his face blown off. Yeah. Fucking straight, straight up. up. <laughs> like '80s. Like I don't know how they did it. Probably a dummy. Yeah. Little little tidbit yeah. here that I look, and this is just James Gunn, dude. I'm telling you, this guy knows his stuff. I read that Blackguard is in a Suicide Squad comic. He sells them out. Oh, shit. And somebody on the team cuts off his head. Oh, fuck. Oh, so, nice. So, he sells the team out. Yeah. And pretty much, head. yeah, pretty much loses his head. So, there's ensuing chaos that happens. They're trying to take cover, trying to figure out what's going on. And meanwhile, Mongal, there's a helicopter there. Yeah. Mongal's like, I got don't worry, it. I've got this. I'm like, okay, Mongal's got this. Yeah, like, I'm she's like, sick. Cool. I'm like, how can they kill Mongal? It's Mongal. Yeah, because yeah. in the beginning of the movie, too, they say, oh, yeah, she's an alien or a god or something. Yeah, so you're like, thinking, oh, she's, she's tough, you know? Yeah. yeah, I was like, how does this fit? Like, how is she going to be there, right? So she goes, she jumps on the, what is it called, that part of the helicopter? I guess the railing of the helicopter. Yeah, yeah like the And she's, she's got it, and the, she's making the helicopter go out of control, yeah. and it's going out of control. It starts crashing into some dudes. Yeah. But then it crashes into one fucking character I did not expect to die, which oh, was yeah. Captain Boomerang. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jai Courtney yeah. was, like, the fan I was favorite. I so devastated. I was like, no! I w- that's when I realized, oh, shit, this movie's good. Yeah. yeah. Because... They were selling Jai Courtney's Captain Boomerang for the entire marketing of the film. Yeah. I could yeah. feel it. And it was like, everyone's like, fuck yeah, Captain Boomerang's back. He was the only solid, thing, like one of the few solid things in the yeah. last movie. Sick. And then, then he dies. And I'm like, oh, who's going to fucking die now? Yeah. Like, no. Who, yeah. It, it changes your perception of like how they marketed these characters and make you think like all oh, these B characters, they're not going to matter to you. The ones who we put in front of these posters, those that's are going to matter. Yeah. You know? yeah. And they don't. Yeah. And that's yeah. what made it f- good for me. Yeah. 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 That's where it made me like feel like, okay, I can take off like this, this like coat of like judgment and yeah. just like enjoy it. I, I felt yeah. to relax after that part. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Lauren, I, did you have one? Um, was there, was there like a line I, or a moment um, that you just like, Okay, I I'm think in for it, it. I think it was when Harley killed. I know it's like further down in the movie, but I was just like, "Yeah, score." But I think it was when Harley killed the guy with her thighs. I was like, "Oh <laughs> fuck oh, yeah. yeah!" I was like, "Women power!" And I was like, "If I could kill a guy with That's my a thighs, good one too. I would." It was, but it's a tie between that and then the part where she's with the fucking rifles and the flowers, yeah. you know. And I was like, that "This, is, this is, is such a Harley moment that that yeah. just made me fall in love with it." But those two moments for sure but yeah just the whole captain boomerang i was like excited to see him you know i'm like yeah he's fucking hot cool and then he dies i was like what ah. yeah everyone was just like yeah uh, like every, okay, every so one. no one's safe yeah no one is safe right now Yeah, because uh 
because yeah, I mean, everyone basically on that team dies. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I guess like the little poetic ending I liked was that Savant was the only one I guess to survive, and he tries to swim away in the ocean. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then they're telling him like, "You're going off track. <laughs> the track, yeah. We're gonna explode the bomb. We're gonna explode the bomb." And in the beginning of the movie, he uses Wait. a ball to like kill a little yellow Yelp bird. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, his head—he's the only character I think in the movie that gets his head blown up by Waller. I think so. Yeah. 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 So he gets his head blown off, and then a little birdie comes little in line and starts yeah. uh, e- eating his, eating his, yeah, his yeah. flesh. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Marco? What was the moment? That, so, like... wait, who lived? It was oh, Harley that, oh, that and team? Harley and uh, Rick Flag. Yeah, Rick, Rick Flag. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Just one more thing. Just yeah. Nathan Fillion and his TDK. Oh yeah. That yeah. scene, so good. That that scene so where his arms are out, but then <laughs> like, they're what? shooting his arms and he's <laughs> on the floor <laughs> and he's dying. And it's like, yeah. Given the context, if you walked in and didn't know his power, you're like, oh, this dude got his arms blown off and he's writhing in pain. But no, it's because they're shooting his arms like half a mile away. And the, the funny part too is because they lead up to it and he, they're in the like the the chopper. Yeah. And they're like, "What's your name?" And he's like, "TDK." They're like, what does it stand for? And they don't give it to you. They don't yeah. give it you what it stands for. And then later on in the movie, like later on in yeah. that scene when his arms are going up, they're like, all right, let let uh, let the, deta- the detachable kid go out. And Harley's like, the what? detachable kid? That's what TDK stands for? Like, what the hell? Wait, why do they change him off from arm fall off? Boy? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sound, yeah. 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 So for me, I think there's two parts and the movie one was that made me feel like it was going to be a good comic book movie. And then another one that made me feel it was going to be a good movie just in general, yeah. like comic book aside. Good comic book movie was the scene where his head blows off and it's like the the water and it says the Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah. That set the tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, this is going to be a kick ass comic book movie. Yeah. And I think what really got me invested into the whole movie in general was the scene where... Rat catchers talking about her dad. Oh yeah, and about the rats. Yeah, I was like, this is not I only know, like, a good comic book movie; it's a good movie because this character, like, you feel something yeah. for her. Yeah, this is like a good movie in general. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to me, the uh, the scene that was just like, it was just so good. Like even now, thinking it just makes me so fucking happy. Was. Okay, okay, so you, you find out that this team was uh, pretty much a diversion. Yeah. And then the main team, the secondary team, oh, yeah. is the one actually on the thing, right? So I think, like, after that team gets on shore safely, yeah, uh, we find out that uh, Rick Flagg is still alive. And then uh, <laughs> Amanda Waller diverts the team. Let's go pick him up. Yeah. So the entire, that, that yes. scene pretty much is a pissing contest, dick measuring contest. Oh, yeah. yeah. Between... Bloodsport and Peacemaker Maker. just taking out these people that we think are like the, the enemy, guys. but in reality they're fucking rebels. Yeah, <laughs> they're the good and guys. It was, it, it's that scene, but the cherry on top was them pulling the tent like yeah. to the, the curtain to the side, yeah. and they're like, "It's like, hey, like yeah. he's just sipping tea." And it's like, hey, "I'm cool, man. What's going? On? Like, these people saved me. These are the rebels." And, and I'm like, oh. "Wait, why didn't my men alert me of your presence?" <laughs> yeah. That shit right yeah, there, I like, was just uh, like, oh, this movie is so fucking good. Like, yeah. oh my God, I'm, I'm a, I love every single second of it. That's, yeah. that's a good flip of its head. Uh, my favorite kill in that sequence, because it's them, you know, like, yeah, pissing, pissing contest. contest, dick measuring contest. Uh, it's when Peacemaker pulls <laughs> out like an axe and there's oh, yeah, a dude sleeping like, and he just like silently and like chops chopping him. Like freaking chicken from teriyaki. The, yeah, from the chest <laughs> down. I'm like, it's, it's like, so sh- funny. They could do that. They could do those scenes in a PG-13, I think, mm-hmm. just no blood. Yeah. But I think it just adds a little more to yeah. it. You know, yeah. the greeting, like the greediness of it and like how the whole movie feels like it's like an 
an 80s film because they're all sweaty and they're in the jungle. Because yeah. I remember in the 80s movies, yeah. like they're all super sweaty. Yeah, and it's grainy. very much like fucking re- First Blood or, you know, yeah. like Predator, Predator yeah. Commando type of shit. And also, that Bloodsport costume was so Dude, good. Dude, it's oh, so freaking yeah. good. Peacemaker man. one, too. Yeah, yeah. Peacemaker. Yeah. Every costume was like yeah. on the money. That, really was, that was the thing that got me, too, is like these costumes look so much better. Yeah, they're cheesy. Co- Peacemaker's the most ridiculous oh, yeah. looking costume out of all of them. Um, hold on, Marco's mic is uh, it's I think it's the actual. The oh, it's the this. Bottom. No, it's this thing right here. No, it's the no, bottom. bottom. Oh, okay. But the costumes. Yeah. So, so this the difference was. Sorry, we added some technical difficulties. But uh, so with the costumes, like this movie did it so much better because like the costumes are technically cheesier than what they tried to do in the more grounded stuff in the last movie. Yes. Yeah. But they felt better. Like they felt they looked better. The Bloodsport costume just looked like a xenomorph head. Yeah. Um, it was so sick. The Peacemaker one's the most ridiculous one out yeah. of all of them. But they America. all look good. Yeah. They, and they call attention to it. I think that's what takes it away. Because you look at Peacemaker, you're like, that's a funky costume for an actual <laughs> real person to wear. Yeah. Yeah. And they make fun of him for it. And then you're like, you know what? I could see it being real because they're actually yeah. making fun of him for it. They're not trying to make it seem like it's, it's a normal thing, you know? Yeah, like a sick-ass I costume. Too, it, it's brilliant because they jump the gun of what the audience is already like. What the fuck are they wearing? So, like, all right, you you just put it out there. Like, all right, they're they're wearing ridiculous shit. So, yeah. like, you know, we got to fucking think about it even more of like, yeah, would he wear this shit? Is it like, is it unrealistic? Is it comic accurate? And they're just like, you just like put it to bed already. Like they're wearing ridiculous shit or they're wearing comic accurate stuff. Yeah. And like, all right, like, let's move on. So you're no longer dwelling. So it's a brilliant move to already have the characters in the movie call that shit out and be like, what yeah. the fuck are you Weird. on? Like, yeah. And another thing they called out, which I thought it was super funny in the very beginning of the movie. Where they're always like, oh, yeah, you're you're picked for a specific reason. Oh, yeah. You know, your specific skills, your yeah. certain yeah. set of skills and everything. And that's how they get Bloodsport to join. Yeah. Like your certain set of skills. We know you can be a leader, like yeah. everything. And then Bloodsport's like, you know what? Fine. You know, my daughter and everything. Fine. I'll do it. Because, you know, he feels like they need him. So they walk out and then you meet John Cena's character, Peacemaker. And you see Amanda Waller telling him the exact same, same thing. Same shit, yeah. And telling his backstory and his backstory is the same fucking backstory as Bloodsport. Yeah. He's like, the exact wait, backstory. And Bloodsport's like, what the fuck? That's my story. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, but mine's better. Yeah. Yeah. So like, we do the same thing. Yeah, yeah but I yeah. do it better. And yeah. they're saying like, I can shoot that bullet. And he's like, I can shoot a smaller bullet and like yeah. into that bullet. Yeah. And that's all that. And that was, so before we went, when we went to break, I said Idris Elba should have been dead shot. It's the same fucking story that they gave yeah. Will Smith, yeah. mm-hmm. because it's like okay, he's a you know vigilante. He he he's in there for a really bad thing. He, yeah. He's trying to kill Superman. He's doing it now for his daughter because his daughter's in some trouble or whatever it is. Yeah, Idris Elba wears the mask more. Yeah, and that's comic books, dude. There's so yeah. many stories yeah. that are the same, and that's why I feel like it, it's kind of like a meta thing. They're kind of making fun of it because there's like yeah. so many characters that are the same. Right, but even if they're the same, dude, they're like. That's why James Gunn is great because they're the same character at its at their core, but they're completely different at the end of the day. Yeah. Him and Peacemaker, completely different people. Yeah. Even though they have the same backstory, pretty much. I mean, like he even sells in the beginning with John Cena. It's it's, it's given a little bit of humor, but it, it also implants the scene that happens later. Yeah. yeah. Because they say like, oh, if there was like this is a bunch of this this beach is full, filled with a bunch of dicks, with, and then he's like, if there was a bunch of dicks, I would suck them for my country if I had to, or yeah. I would eat them all if I had, had to. Had to, and they're yeah. like, why would you and, do that? And so he's saying that like seriously, and then you realize like oh, oh, he'll do anything because yeah. he does something later. Yeah. yeah, and it's like holy shit. Then yeah, like it makes sense. It, it, it veils it in humor, but it shows his character a little more. Mm. And Idris Elba or Bloodsport specifically, he's more morally good than Peacemaker. Mm. Yeah. Peacemaker's kind of just like no motion. 
yeah. to it. And Idris uh, Bloodsport sees a little more emotion to it. Mm-hmm. And especially him being with Ratcatcher. Yeah. Yeah, I love those scenes. Yeah. And honestly, the, I, the whole movie, I think the only character I felt that was safe was Harley Quinn. King Shark. I don't even no, dude. Honestly, no, I was even. I was no. even yeah, King off. Shark. When he, I was, like, when he was getting eaten by those things, yeah. I literally looked over to my brother and I'm like, "Is he gonna die? Did talk? they kill no, fucking King Shark? Like, yeah. bro. Only I person I thought was safe was Harley. Harley. I, at some yeah. point of the movie, I was like, "Dude, Bloodsport is gonna fucking die. Yeah. He's gonna die." Yeah. There was some and scenes that's, that's, that made me think that, and yeah. that's what was so good about it. I really felt like yeah, every anybody. character could die, except for of course Harley. Like, yeah, you know, they're not gonna kill Harley, yeah. but everybody I felt. Was up for grabs. Was up to die. <laughs> I think, I mean, and then going to characters, I think everyone that's going to see it, they're just going to fall in love with Polka Dot Man. Oh, oh dude. Yeah. Perfect. The, the comedic effect that they gave to him was good because he wasn't funny in his own right of lines that he would say. There was yeah. one line he legitimately said that made me laugh when they're getting the breakdown from Amanda Waller in the flashback scene oh, before yeah. they're sent out. Mm-hmm. And he's like, we're going to die. And he turns to... Uh, like, Idris Elba. Teary-eyed, too. Teary-eyed. He's crying and goes, I hope so. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay. And then just like the whole thing, like... With his mom? The way he envisions his mom is the only way he attacks. Yeah. It's... It's fucking weird, but so good. amazing. Oh, that scene where he's like talking about... He's like, he's like, honestly, if I had, like, I don't kill. He's like, but if I have to, I'll just picture them as my mom. Mm. Yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> I'll kill them. Yeah. And then it cuts to the, the team looking at him weird, and they're all his mom. mom. And like yeah. The King yeah. Shark one was kind of disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was and, and then so good. So, okay, so we'll try to, I, 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 I don't think we should. go in order? Yeah, but no. I also don't want to, like, dissect every fucking yeah. single thing, I guess. Yeah. So after they rescue, essentially, Rick Flag, yeah. they go on, they find out that, um, during this, Harley Quinn has like uh, has been romanticized yeah. by the new president of Cordial Maltese. There's been yeah. a coup in Cordial Maltese, essentially. And then the team is out to uh, uncover and pretty much destroy anything called... Um, uh, Project Starfish. Project Starfish. Starfish yeah. So, yeah. So, after that, they go to rescue Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. who has been in- captured because she killed the president after... She's like, oopsie. Yeah, after him saying, like, I'm pretty much going to, like, you know, be a dictator in this fucking island, killing women yeah. and children and all that stuff. And then, yeah, like, Lauren's fucking scene. That that yeah. Harley scene is insane. Insane. That's, like, that my... escape. You show oh. her gymnastics, like, fucking, mm-hmm. like, everything. Yeah. It's so well done. Uh, feet dudes get feet shit. Yep. Yeah, you're, you're gonna be excited if you're into feet. You're gonna fucking love that shit. Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, hundred percent. I was cringing. And then it's just good action piece. It, yeah, it was it, to so me it rivaled good. the uh, the prison break in scene, which is trying to save the kid from Birds of Prey with oh, the, uh, yeah. the the uh, the powdered grenade or whatever. Yeah, right? that's what it kind of reminded me of. Yeah, it, it rivaled that shit, especially the. Yeah, to avoid the gore. Yeah. It's almost well. like she's envisioning these flowers coming yeah. out of the gun or like coming out of the uh, the body. The, yeah. It's supposed to be birds fluids. flying yeah, around. Yeah, birds flying. Yeah. It's so well done. That's oh, my God. I, I love that fucking scene. scene. The one thing that gets me about some of those action scenes is just like, I have to suspend a little disbelief. It's just funny when she's in the cert, the the one room where there's like several doors to it. Mm. Oh yeah. Just dude after dude after dude just coming piling in. in. Oh yeah, she's shooting them. Boom, boom, and it's just boom. like, it's like dudes like going at once. That's, like yeah. they just keep coming in an order yeah. like around, but whatever. Uh, but I mean, yeah, 
Harley Quinn was good. And then so after that scene, they devise a plan to save her. She ends up breaking out. And, yeah. and that like, shit was ruining the trailer. I was just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, I love that shit. When she comes out and she's, she's like, uh, oh. yeah, they they have a plan to break in. And she's already, she already did it. Yeah. Like her being badass as she is. She's like, I didn't need your guys' help. She's like, but I'll go back in there. See, yeah. but they, the trailers do a thing where they lead you to believe she's in. Uh, that That's where I think you might, because you already know. The trailers lead you to believe that she's in on that, on that mission to save somebody. They make you think that they're trying to save somebody with Harley Quinn as a part of that team. No, because Rick Flagg turns around and he's like, well, we, we're here we to try save, to save you. you. And she's I like, really? Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Yeah. yeah. That was a red band. Oh, yeah, I, probably, I probably didn't see that one. It probably must have been like a recent one. Uh, Peter Capaldi was good in it. Oh, the thinker yeah. was so good. The thinker, yeah. yeah. I just, I mean, he, it was a small, like, like small uh, role, but he was like, he's so good in it. Yeah. Everything about it. And, it, and, it's, and it's real. Like, I guess you, you find out that Project Starfish is Starro. They mm-hmm. find like they find out Starro and then going back what we said about uh didn't we see didn't we talk earlier in this episode about like government like hiding shit or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah yeah and then you find that like in like it's essentially what the US yeah. was use the US was using Corda Maltese as some sort of like testing ground yeah. Yeah, base. with uh with Starro how he controlled everyone, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then seeing the experiments that Thinker was yeah, doing is dude, insane. That was, like, oh yeah, that was pretty up. bad. Yeah. yeah. The remo- especially the removal of the starfish. Yeah. And, like you just see that imprint on their yeah. face and like the and tentacles. Like, the half body, I think. Yeah. And was. it's still alive, yeah, yeah. dude. I, that's I was, yeah, like, I was like, oh, that's a fucking Sasha, dude. Yeah. Seriously, I was like, oh, but I was like, all for it. I'm like, yeah, this is what we needed. Yep. But even then, it's just so good. Oh, my. Milton, Speak. dude. Milton was fucking. <laughs> oh, Milton. Milton was that, the shit. That scene was funny too when they're breaking into the tower for Starro. Um, it's all the heavy rain, right? And there's one joke that didn't line, line for me was when Harley Quinn's like, oh, it's a bunch of angels spooging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, oh, whatever. It wasn't that funny. But that scene where it's the action shot of them coming through the rain one by mm-hmm. one, they're peeking through. And it's also like you're Rick fucking Flag. hearing Pixie's yeah. hey. I was like, yeah. God yeah. damn, it's a good fucking soundtrack and then too. it's like Rick Flag and all them popping up and then Milton's there. I'm like, what the fuck is this guy here? <laughs> Milton was doing? essentially the uh, the driver, the, the yeah. connection between the, the, the rebel fighters. Because essentially the... Bloodsport and like uh, no, I think it was Rick Flag actually, yeah. right? Yeah. Rick Flag is like, listen, we're gonna be distracting them with this. This is your perfect time to take the take the capital. Yeah, yeah. Like get get your country yeah. back essentially. And so this guy's like the middleman between the rebels and the Suicide Squad. Yeah. So their their driver essentially is like lining up with them to invade. <laughs> yeah. Fucking this, this facility. But he's yeah. never drawn Yo to attention. Nine. He never says I'm going with you guys. Yeah. Right? No, she just he like just sneak, goes. Yeah. It's just he's there. Yeah. He just goes and like, what the fuck is this guy gonna do? Because yeah. like, everyone had that. Like, I remember, I think looking at Laura, I'm like, the fucking, what the fuck is he yeah, doing there? Yeah, we're like, huh? <laughs> and they're like, he was helping us put the the fucking bomb stuff. And I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. So then they were like lining up the tower with bombs and uh, trying to get to blow it up because Star was underneath, right? Yeah. 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 So yeah, they're trying to. Also, kill going it. back to what Marco said, I love the fucking like little like I guess the chapter breakdowns. Yeah, uh, yeah, environmental, yeah, yeah, yeah. The environmental titles in that shit. Yeah, the that was really cool. And yeah. the meanwhile, yeah. Harley. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Operation Harley. I did yeah. I did get annoyed of the constant. I think it was a little bit too much or just like, you know, like eight hours later or before or then later and then mm. constantly back and forth. Four, I think that yeah. was a little bit too uh, much for me. I was just like, oh, yeah. okay. I was like, all right, we, we don't need to do this again and again. 
but it's still fucking it's it's really good. And then yeah, I mean your uh, the Suicide Squad versus Starro, dude. That yeah. was like that, 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 that when I saw that shit, I was like, oh, oh, oh fuck, shit. that shit reminded me of fucking some Scott Pilgrim yeah. shit. And yeah. then it was like yeah, it was like Suicide that's, Squad yeah, versus Starro the of. Conqueror, and yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. this is some comic book ass shit on the on the screen right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very like, Scott Pilgrim. And then Rick Flag dying. Yeah, well, that's yeah. the thing I was I was gonna say like with Peacemaker. Um, so they find out like. The Project Starfish or Starro was behind. It was the U.S. US government's yeah. job. Brought him here and <laughs> all way, this. So was it Rick Flag? Yeah, yes. Rick Flag. I was like, "Where's the hard drive?" Because they have all the information. <laughs> yeah, and okay. that was that was the one thing that got me off guard. I was like, "Okay, so they're in the room with all the computers, whatever." Rick Flag's looking. There's like four like these locker like computer, size, yeah. computer huge computers, right? And I'm like, "Okay, cool." And he's like, "Okay." He picks one. He he gets it, and he just picks out a hard drive. He's like, this is, f- yeah. he's like, this is it. This is it. I'm like, everything's on here. You didn't put that in the computer to check. You didn't. Like, you just you already know what it looked like. Yeah, this shit looked like eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, we're good. We got it. Yeah. We're, we're, safe, like, we're safe with this shit. I could see if you had like, like a photo Dude, of that could have just been the screensavers or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> Someone, someone's someone's porn fucking video. iPod, iPod MP3s. Like, <laughs> yeah. what do you mean? Like, you know that this is the fucking hard drive with all that information. Right. Anyway, it was. I guess just whatever. I think that's a little plot bad storytelling yeah. plot point but anyway yeah. um rick flag saying i'm gonna expose this mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna expose this this is not right you would think like rick flag is the cut and dry military guy yeah. he's like i'll do i'll serve my country yeah and Even, it turns out he he's just sick of it kind of isn't <laughs> yeah, yeah he's like sick and of then, hiding it, shit and then mentions before peacemaker like looks up to rick flag yeah. so it's mm-hmm. like so it's even more heartbreaking that they're pitted against each other yeah because he's yeah. like he's like you're like before that like like a little while before that remember yeah. he's like he's like you're a hero dude like you yeah. serve your country you're like a hero you're a big he's guy like, I, yeah he's like i look i look up to you. you're a hero mm-hmm. to this country yeah and then peacemaker says i gotta do it for the country i can't let you do that yeah and they end up fighting and the fight scene is good oh right? yeah it's it's brutal. you brutal. feel the hits yeah. like rick flag getting thrown to the wall and then, and then hit with like a sink or something the sink it just yeah. like yeah. It, that looked good and yeah. honestly the whole time i'm thinking i'm like dude there's no way rick flag wins this fight Same. no one's oh, thinking yeah. like this yeah. I was just like I. Oh, I was thinking he wasn't gonna die though i, I didn't, yeah. Yeah. yeah i didn't know he was gonna die but i'm like there's no way he wins this fight, fight yeah no way no. So what? Uh, so eventually, Rick Flag has Peacemaker pinned down. There's a broken shard of a mirror from the from the mirror. Yeah, right? I think it's a mirror. Yeah. yeah, from a mirror, he picks up that shard, just drives it in his chest, and, and then he hits him again. That's the part that killed he me. He hits him again, and then sh- like uh, they they purposely cut into like an X-ray CG shot of his heart, heart. of his heart, and yeah. getting the blade in. So to eliminate the idea, it's like, oh, he could probably live. He yeah, yeah. Like, no, oh, no, he's this dead. dead. Yeah, because they usually do that in movies, right? The main, yeah. like, a big character gets like stabbed, and, and then, like he got hit in the heart, and he comes back, and he like shoots the guy, or he lives, yeah. and you know. What I mean? But th- I think that's their saying, them saying like he's gone. Yeah, yeah. Like he's dead. He did it. So then, meanwhile, Ratcatcher sees that happening. Yeah. The hard drive falls near her. She grabs she it. She grabs it and runs. Yeah. With her, um, with little Sebastian. Little Sebastian. So cute. You're I was so, so scared yeah. that Sebastian was going to oh, die. Too. I was like <laughs> on the edge is, of like. Ratcatcher Chew's main rat. Yeah, like yeah. the main one. He's, he wears a vest. A squad yeah. leader. Yeah. 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 But I was just like on edge. I'm like, please don't let the rat die. I can take anyone else no. dying. Just don't let so, Sebastian yeah, die. And so given all that, like slowly the movie builds you up to love Ratcatcher yeah. more because she's yeah. like she's sweet she yeah. like she's yeah. so accepting of King Shark right like yeah, everyone's like, trying yeah. to eat her <laughs> like yeah. she he was he was trying to eat her yeah. when they yeah. first met and then she was, uh, yeah, they were, were all pissed friends. yeah yeah Peacemaker Bloodsport were all pissed like he's gonna eat you and then she was like were you really gonna eat me like we don't 
Yeah. You, you we're friends. And she approaches him calmly. She yeah. gives him a hug. Mm-hmm. She just like she tries to understand King Shark. Maybe that's because she's got a connection with animals already with yeah. the ramps, whatever. But then he's like, I like Ratcatcher. I hope she doesn't die. Yeah, and then was... she becomes an important character later <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In, the, in that arc. Yeah. Not that's... not only for fighting Peacemaker, but for saving everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, essentially. And then, yeah. And then at the end of it, they realize, because uh, Starro gets more bigger with the more control he has over mm-hmm. the, the population. So, And then he's just pretty much controlling all of the military and people. And essentially, Waller's like, fuck it. And, you know, this mission is trash now. Yeah. Everyone fucking get back. Yeah. And that's when the Suicide Squad is like, no, we, we can't do this. Yeah. yeah. We're like, we got to fucking at, well, at least I think take Waller it said, down. like, you did your job. You destroyed the evidence. Yeah. Go yeah, home. Go home. Yeah. And, then, and then the Suicide Squad's like, what about the people here? And like, that's not our job. Yeah. yeah. It was like, but in my head, I was thinking like. Star is still a threat to you guys. Yeah, yeah he's like, gonna. He's, he's not gonna, gonna just gonna stay in this island. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, he's gonna realize there's more. He's gonna take more. He's Star of the Conqueror. Mm-hmm. How did not Waller not believe that? Like what right. the fuck? Yeah. And they they build it up too, where they like he, Star was at this point just pissed. He's yeah. just he's gonna fucking just yeah. take everything. Yeah. And yeah, that's why that's why I was like, dude, does not Waller not understand? Like he's gonna take over everything. Like he is yeah. pissed. And so, which leads me to the scene where Viola Davis was awesome. Oh yeah, because they're that turning was back to fight Star one by yeah. one. They end up to go fight him, and Waller is having the craziest yelling like, shit fit. fit. She's breaking down. Yeah. You see yeah. spit coming out of her mouth, and she goes, "She's no longer in control." She's not, yeah. and she she loses it. Yeah, and she literally yeah. loses it, and she goes. She says, you motherfuckers, you better fucking turn back. And then one of the assistants whacks her on the head yeah. and knocks her out. And they're all, oh, Possibly fuck. kills her. Uh, we don't, we don't know. And no, then, she's alive. She, she was, yeah, she, she, after. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, And then in that moment, I, I yeah. got you. In that moment, I thought she died or something. I got you. And so Steve, Aggie, all those other characters were doing the bets, you know, controlling everything. They're like, okay, let's do this. Let's help Save, them take, yeah. take over Starro. Meanwhile, Harley Quinn has like a connection to the javelin that she got from Javelin. Javelin, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which was became important later. Yeah, because uh, he dies, she give, he gives it to her. He's like, "You take this. You'll know what to do with it." And she's like, "For what?" And then she yeah. takes she's it. Like, I know what to do. Yeah. So then, what's next? And then, pretty much, essentially, uh, that support team is now supporting the Suicide Squad without Walder. They're pretty much yeah. working autonomously. And then you see. Uh, Bloodsport doing what essentially what Waller said he's gonna be. I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna make a leader out of you. Yeah. He wanted nothing to do with it. Right. And now he's fucking giving commands and and like very much Directing like people. you know yeah like a fucking military leader telling him like okay you're gonna do this you're gonna do that and of course like the fucking the the like the fucking teary eyed moment is essentially telling Polka that man he's like <laughs> aiming at Star Wars like that's your mom <laughs> fucking kill your mom yeah, essentially. Yeah. And then it goes back to when you're when you're hearing his backstory is yeah. that his mom experimented on him, and he he says the line is like I thought I was going to become a superhero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then eventually him <laughs> taking down his mom is yeah. Starro turns into his mom. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. it's like a giant mom of his, and he's destroying one of his legs. And then he, he he fucking has that. He says that line. It's like yeah. I'm, a I'm a superhero. And then you know, as soon as it got cut, and it, that specific camera angle yeah. is used in a lot yeah. of movies yes. for that type of moment. <laughs> yes, so I it's knew. Like Idris Elba is in the foreground, and then it's uh, Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man in the background, and he turns to him because I get, I'm a superhero. And then that, whenever a scene like that happens, you're like, yeah. he's gonna die. Yeah. Yep. And then he gets Short crushed off. by Starro. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, you're like, no. but he had his moment, but I, I'm telling you, like, but his moment was just like so, like, oh yeah, like he got. I didn't his know I was gonna feel for fucking yeah. Polkadot man, <laughs> right. and that's the whole build up the whole movie. They were building you up for that moment. Yeah, little pieces here and there of his backstory about his mom, about his brothers and sisters that were experimented on. Yeah, um, kind of showing that his powers are actually kind of OP. They're really strong. Yeah. he just doesn't use them very much because they're like you know, it's like a disease to him. Yeah. And at that moment, you realize, like, dude, he's the one doing the damage to Starro right now. Yeah. And then you see him die, and you're like, dude, Fuck. like... That was your only chance. Damn, yeah. You, yeah. And then you're like, damn, he actually was a very integral part to the team. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, I mean, I was thinking, too, he's like, how the fuck are they going to take him down now? So, what happens? Harley Quinn... She calls no, no, the rats? No, but wait, remember King Shark? <laughs> how Bloodsport was, like... Monster. No, no. Oh, he's like, no, 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 no. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like, yeah, he's, he's like, like pretty okay. much biting and shit. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, then Harley starts vaulting, vaulting up the building. Yes. Yeah. And then pretty much just like wants to stab it through the, through the, the eye. eye. Yeah. yeah. With the javelin. She does. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ratcatcher, by the way, is Bloodsport scared of rats, I guess? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Ratcatcher calls all the rats, rats. and then she, she has a flashback f- with her dad. Cuddling with the rats. Yeah. And then they're on the yeah. tower. Oh, Sebastian, yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. And what does he say to her? He says like, uh, "Why?" She asks him like, "Why yeah. rats?" Yeah. And he and he goes like, pretty much like, like rats are the most despised creatures yeah. in yeah. the world, and it's like, so if anyone can like, if anything could be like, like have any good in it, like why not rats mm-hmm. yeah. or something like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's a really fucking it, yeah, it, yeah. It's a really like touching yeah, it chokes moment. You up. Like I, I was getting choked up with yeah. it, and like the music fucking swells up. Oh yeah, it's and like shit. perfect. And then yeah, it's that that hero shot. She has a hero shot too, where she mm-hmm. has the 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 device that controls rats. Yeah, and she's holding it up. Yeah, she's holding yeah. it up, pointing it at Starro, and then all of a sudden, this these swarm rat. of rats get like start crawling up Starro and Star- penetrate the eye that Holly, that Harley Quinn already like stabbed. Yeah, yeah. Stabbed. she swims in her. In his eye, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. crazy part. That's, yeah, it's crazy. That's all visually too. It's like she's like, yeah, even looks cool. colors and shit. And then yeah. you see the rats going in, chewing on the nerves in the yeah. eye, yeah. eating them from the inside but, out. Yeah, it was insane. I also, I'm not gonna lie to you. I also fucking felt start, sorry for Starro. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. his last line. The last line, he just like I was calmly just looking at stars. Like yeah. you, you, you're the ones that brought me here. Yeah, like, I didn't want. It. I want nothing to do with it. He was shit. just floating in space. And yeah, then he yeah. was looking at stars. Yeah, yeah, I think his last line was like, "I was fine floating and looking at the stars." Yeah, yeah. and Dude. then. Like that line, I was like, "Fuck, dude, yeah. like, like, fuck Starro." Yeah, I think like, that like, they did a villain right. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. it wasn't like he was vengeful just because he's vengeful. He was tortured. Yeah, yeah. he was experimented on because also yeah. when someone when he's attached to somebody, he feels that pain. Yeah, yeah. he right, like yeah. he knows the memories, yeah. he feels that pain. So you're hurting that person, he feels that pain, and he physically yeah. does. So I think all those experiments fucked with them too. Yeah, that they were yeah. doing with those people. Yeah, like it, it seemed like he was just there chilling. They mm-hmm. picked him up, and then that line is pretty devastating to hear. You know, America colonizing. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, because Star didn't even outright attack them at first. Yeah, like he, he was, was like, this is my city. Because he knows they didn't have nothing to do with yeah. any of this. The, the yeah. Suicide Squad, those, those members. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, this is my city. He's like, like, like pretty yeah. much just leave. Like, yeah. it's my city now. Maybe he wouldn't have conquered. Could we? Maybe, maybe, yeah. he, maybe yeah. he just resented that city because that's where he was. Yeah, well. yeah. You, you never know, but knowing him, yeah, he, yeah. he would have known that the U.S. was behind it. He yeah, the thing oh, is, yeah. yeah. 
I thought honestly when it got too big, I thought it was uh, I got, I thought it was too big for the Suicide Squad. I was waiting for like a crazy cameo. No, yeah, no, I me was too. Like, yeah, I was like, dude, the, is soup fucking point, gonna come in and shit, yeah. like, dude. At that point, the movie had already been super long. Yeah. So I was like, dude, they're not gonna even fight Starro. Like before they said Suicide Squad versus Starro the Conqueror. Right before that, I was like, watch, like, it's gonna get cut the, off. Like, Justice League's gonna come in. They're not gonna show the Justice League, but they're gonna come yeah. in. You'll maybe see, like, a, a news oh. clipping where it kind of looks like the comic book, because I figured James Gunn would do something like that. Yeah. And then when I saw Suicide Squad versus Star of the Conqueror, I was like, dude, they're actually gonna fucking fight this guy. Before that, we, we forgot a crucial scene. So, Ratcatcher's having her standoff with Peacemaker. Idris Elba oh, comes yeah. and saves her. Ah, yes. He shoots him in the throat? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, it goes, it goes back it goes to back that. back to the beginning. The, yeah. the fucking dick measuring yeah. thing where it goes like, my bullets are smaller. Yeah. yeah. It'll just go through your fucking... Bullets, yeah. yeah. How much it does. And that was Peacemaker saying. Peacemaker yeah. saying, my bullets are smaller than yours, Bloodsport. Yeah. And it comes down to it that Bloodsport's... The Matrix shot. They yeah. both yeah. shoot each other and Bloodsport's no. bullet goes through Peacemaker. Perfectly yeah. through Peacemaker. Bloodsport's crazy fucking gun assembly during yeah. the yeah. scene. Yeah, I was dude, like, dude. That was like, so that's fucking cool. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much like taking parts of his suit yeah. off to assemble this huge fucking like machine gun essentially. Yeah. That's what I, I like. Yeah. yeah. I like his like little slingshot. I like yeah. how his suit was literally his weapon, weapon that when he like, he ran out of all his weapons, he's like searching his suit and there was nothing left. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, damn dude, like he has a shitload of stuff and he already went through everything. Yeah. Yep. So, and then that sweet yeah. moment at the end when the helicopter, when uh, Sebastian like oh, is yeah. on his fucking knee and <laughs> shit. And oh, he's, yeah. just like, he's just like petting it. He's yeah. just like, oh, he's super hesitant because he's it, afraid of rats. It's like when a cat falls asleep on your lap and you don't want to move and you're just like, just trying to slowly touch it and you finally touch it and you're like yes <laughs> like, <laughs> i think uh that final song because I, I like i like the band that, that they played it was culture abuse mm-hmm. uh, that's a song that they have called so busted and it fits that theme that he has with um the, the whole suicide squad it's like i'm so mm-hmm. busted i'm so busted. i want to be loved by you i want to be loved by you it was a nice ending yeah it, it's like it's either like his connection with the rats or just could be the whole the whole suicide squad yeah. like they're just misunderstood yeah. in most aspects yeah. like Ratcatcher. What could she have really done to be in prison or be deserving of that Task Force X sort of thing? Yeah. Right. King Shark, he's a fucking shark. Yeah. yeah. Like, you're going to consider him a criminal, even though he's proven to be good? Yeah. yeah. I mean, by the way, when we're talking about, like, characters being appropriately used, King Shark was used appropriately. He was the gore, the one to cause the yeah. most gore. Yeah. yeah. But that's what he would do, because they told him to do that. Yeah. yeah. He had a head in his mouth. Yeah. He yeah. tore a man apart. Heart. That was it insane. Just... No. He was eating people just like that because that's what he yeah. does. Yeah, he's a shark. Mm, but it makes it made me question too. Is like in what what did they do in this universe to do that? Because in the comics, King Shark is more intelligent. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's a yeah. mob boss. He's he he. But in this one, it's like no. it's almost like a Starro sort of thing. They're just using him for their yeah. benefit. Yeah. yeah. So what are these people deserving of doing that? Especially Ratcatcher. Especially King Shark. Maybe Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man is just broken. Yeah. He doesn't know how to control his powers. He has issues. And instead of helping these people, he has mommy they issues. put him in deadly situations. It's basically how yeah. the prison system works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Surprise. But anyway, this movie was just so... Uh, I mean, Weasel was in there for eating 27 kids. Well, he, so... was, he was probably bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, so, yeah. But the, like, the ones you ended up caring about, like Ratcatcher yeah. and yeah. all that, like, what is it? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Didn't they say? Ratcatcher yeah, said that the reason why she was thrown in prison was because, yeah, she was robbing, uh, oh, yeah, oh, she, she was robbing a bank. And she got caught. But she got caught. And the reason why she was thrown in Bell Rev, the Supermax prison, is because they deemed her rats a, a deadly, deadly weapon. weapon. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So that's why she was thrown in, in there. there. 
And she wasn't like killing anybody or yeah. like anything like that, but they You're deemed her rat. Yeah, they yeah. deemed her a, a mega a threat danger. where they yeah. threw her in there. But they also deemed her to be worthy of, not worthy, but like being a part of Task Force. Task Force. Yeah, because she's got she's got yeah. fucking powers. The, the ability, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. What's, I mean, that's what I mean. That's what I loved about Waller in this one too. I mean, she was a highlight of the of the previous Suicide Squad movie, yeah. and then she just. It, Above and beyond, I'm thinking like this is the perfect Waller. Like I hope, yeah. I hope she stays in these DC movies. I'm pretty sure she's in Peacemaker. I mean, yeah, I hope because yeah. I'm I pretty sure she's in Peacemaker. Let her, so good. If they let her embrace the role more like this, I feel like she was having more fun and embracing the yeah. role better oh, yeah. in this movie than the last one, especially that final scene before she got knocked down. Yeah, yeah. it's like this is Amanda Waller. Yeah, yeah. this is what I wanted. And I didn't get that in the last movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I got that feeling in that first scene where she's trying to convince Bloodsport and he takes a, a pencil and about to stab oh, her yeah. in the neck. Yeah. And she's telling everyone to stand down. Yeah. And she's like not flinching or yeah. anything like that. She's, yeah, she's, she's, and he knows like the fucking power she has. He's like, oh, all right. Then I was like, fuck, this is Waller. Like, yeah. Waller's so fucking good now. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's good. Amanda Waller's such a good character. You hate her. Yeah, she's yeah. a good character but she's to so hate. she's so well-written. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wild Davis, dude. She's a beast. Yeah. Wild Davis just elevates it. So they end up killing Starro. Um, they, they live happily they ever after. They go back after. to prison. They got 10, year, they got 10 years off their, their prison sentence. No, they're, no, they're, they're free. free. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. they have to, that's right. They, they use the hard drive. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that's why they're kind of like the, they're, that's why, I what, what do you call it? She's like, yeah, but what about what Rick did? And they're like, let's just take it as a win. Yeah. That's true. I mean, yeah. I mean, he knows too. It's like, dude, if we get it out there, it's like, there's no, like, we're not protected. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, we'll just fucking play it safe. And like, we'll just have this in our back pocket. Yeah. yeah. It's good. They said they still work with her, right? No, I think they're just free. No, they're free. Yeah, they're she just, said yeah. that, yeah, yeah, we're free. That's why he yeah. destroyed everything. He destroyed the little thing. Yeah, that but they're talking to. Like yeah, but they still have the bomb in there. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and they went on their helicopter. Yeah, yeah, true. So I mean, we'll see. But I really hope they'll probably get taken out. I, I really hope John Ostrander had a cameo. Yeah, yeah. He, did. he was the guy that shot Savant in the, yeah. with mm -hmm. the neck. I mean, I really hope Gun gets to play in this world uh, uh, again. Yeah, uh, even if it's another Suicide Squad movie, fucking fantastic. If he wants to fucking like. Do some other crazy shit. James Gunn's Justice League. Well, dude. You let him do it, dude. Uh, today. <laughs> Just fuck it. <laughs> WB execs, I guess somebody was talking to WB, WB exec, and they were like, oh, yeah, dude, like, we want James Gunn back or whatever. And he tweeted about it. He just put, like, two, like, little eye emojis, like that kind of oh. looking thing. So I'm pretty sure he's already got something in the works with them. I mean, mm -hmm. he's got Peacemaker. Obviously, he loved working with them enough to do a yeah. TV show with them. Which, by the way, uh, you were telling me Peacemaker was a prequel. Yes. But then... They the, were billing it as a prequel. James Gunn mm. was just like, this is a prequel. Yeah. It's going to set up, which I think it's going to be both. I think there's going to be some uh, prequel okay. stuff. Origin, or, origin yeah. elements. Because we're going to see a lot of stuff before. Because I'm pretty sure he's done missions. So he was in line, yeah. in, in a sense. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure there's going to be missions where we see Peacemaker with other Suicide Squad teams. Mm. But um, yeah, that kind of confirmed that at least we know that it's going to be set after this movie too because in the final credit scene the post credit scene yeah. they, of course. they have a body and they end up saving peacemaker mm. and he's still alive and also another second scene another character still alive oh yeah weasel, weasel. weasel. <laughs> and he just runs away <laughs> i just look he's like, like, 
and, and his arms just fucking flailing yeah. and shirtless. <laughs> like, I thought that last scene was funny too. Yeah. Because the whole scene there, you don't know what he is. Is a dog? Is he no. like a werewolf? Yeah. And he had like the full moon. moon he's like yeah. looking up at the moon. <laughs> he's just screaming uh. along. Yeah, and he's like making a little sound yeah. and, eh, eh, as he runs away. <laughs> Um, it's so good. Uh, yeah, it was such a great film. I mean, I guess that's our recommendation, right? Yeah. Just like it's on HBO Max. I mean, I strongly advise. If you could see it in a the theater, don't see it in the theaters, dude. What I'm thinking right now is, what if this movie does? I mean, it's going to do better than Black Widow. 100%. Oh yeah, 100%. it's going to it's going to 100 beat Black Widow, like no doubt about it. I don't know. It's just it's funny because it, it this movie is also good like test on the streaming service slash movie theater. Yeah. I like guess yeah. hybrid yeah. in mm-hmm. like profitability and box day office release, scores. Yeah. So like, what benefit is it? I mean, what is it with HBO Max? You don't have to pay for the movie, but you have to have their non-ad version. Yeah, yeah the fifteen dollars like a month. Yeah, and not, then not the ten. It's only out for six weeks. I believe so. Five or six weeks. I think it's a month. Something. Yeah, I think it's a month because that's what Wonder Woman was. Yeah, I think that's what Godzilla Cause, was cause, too. Because uh, uh, Space, Space Jam, Jam is out next. It's it's off the streaming service next month. But it comes back within like two no, like months. August yeah. 15th. Yeah, so next week. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah so next week. But then, for example, like, um, uh, what's the uh, Judas and the Black Messiah? That oh, came yeah. out in oh, February. Okay. It's now back on yeah. oh, okay. this month. So I'm sure. And then same thing with Wonder Woman 84. Mm-hmm. It was in December. It, it just came back last month as well. Oh, okay. So it, within like three, four months, it's going it, it, to come back on. But I mean, uh, to me, you should see the shit. You yeah, should yeah. definitely watch it with that squad. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch it on HBO Max probably Friday, mm. and then I'll 100%. see it in theaters at yeah. least yeah. one more time. I want to see it in like IMAX. You want to see it again? Yeah, we got yeah. lucky with that fucking with the with those passes. Oh, yeah, we, got, we didn't mention. Oh yeah, that. oh, yeah. so this a, is how we, we got, got the preview exclusive. screening. So um, by the time this pod comes out, yeah, by the time this pod comes out, most people have seen it. Uh, so we're not too worried about spoilers, um, but we got an early screening. Yeah, yeah, because we know people. Because we know people we know now. People. Yeah. We know people in the industry now. We got yeah. we got, we got m- media passes. Yeah, we got connections. And they're like, oh shit, cover price, cover price. Yeah, they were literally yeah. fans of the show, and they reached yeah. out like, hey, you guys want some screener tickets? Yeah, way, we're I'm like, a, sure. Right now, because I'm a little sweaty. You're choking. That last. 10 minutes in the theater. Oh, yeah. I was oh, just, I, I'm so yeah. right now, so I was thinking yeah. about that. I was like, dude, that works. Yeah. Like, like like but the, Marco made a good point, and I thought about that too. I was so invested in the end yeah. of the movie. No, yeah. You don't care. I didn't feel sweaty until. Yeah. yeah. Like after everything's done and the fallout's coming through, like it's all resolving. I'm like, oh, it's hot in here. It's sticky. I, <laughs> I only felt it when I adjusted my seat, like near the end. Yeah. When yeah. I just like got, I was like, wait. Oh, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, I was sticking yeah. to the seat. I was wearing a tank top and shorts, so you can just imagine. But I was feeling it, too, because like, yeah. everything starts slowing down. With Shut up! Pulling on my shirt, and I'm like, I'm like, hot. I'm like, hot? Like, if, but I guess, and you were mentioning, like, you were hot for, like, 30 minutes before that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, like, yeah I just, it didn't affect me because I was just way too into so, the movie yeah. to care. I think I was, too, and my yeah. brain didn't realize it yeah. until, like, everything like, resolved. Oh. We're all distracted. We're, like, invested in the story. We're, like... Who gives a shit? <laughs> what's, what's going on? Right. Yeah. So when some movie so slowed down, it was hot. And I asked, I turned to Alan and I turned to Lauren. I was like, am I a freak or did, are you guys hot too? And we're like, no, we're dying. <laughs> no, yeah. It was, it was, it was a packed theater. Yeah. And well, yeah. I mean. No, with COVID. COVID like, concerns and all I mean, that. Everyone doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I kind of figured it would be a packed house because it's one of the two showings yeah. that they had that day. Yeah. 
But I mean, we got early screening and it was. Yeah. Um, thank you, Marco, for waiting earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Marco was a real early, one. Dude. No. He was a real one. That's nice, yeah. I mean, no, we were on the VIP list, guys. What are you talking about? Yeah. We, didn't, we didn't have to wait. We, we got our shit taped off. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. showed up early because I had to sign Cover some. Price yeah, yeah. 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 I had to sign an NDA. Yeah, they had like uh, drinks for us and popcorn, you know. I actually yeah. had lunch with John Cena like not too <laughs> oh, long ago. Oh, there you go. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's been doing his media stuff as Peacemaker lately. Okay. He, he went to the the premiere dressed up as he was baby. on Undisputed today, the sports talk show. Yes. Well, apparently, he loves wearing it. Apparently, he stole two costumes from set. Yeah, he yeah. Did. But yeah, so he recently just made his return to WWE. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So I do not put it past him for him to wear that outfit. For him to wear the outfit <laughs> at SummerSlam oh, later this month. I I swear. He will wear. I put. I can put money on it. He will show up to SummerSlam in the outfit. You think so? Hundred percent. It surprises me now that he's still wrestling in his same shit that he's wrestled before. The the jorts. Yeah. And like big t-shirts. Shit, 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 you don't change it, dude. Yeah. You don't change Stone Cold. You Hogan, don't change the Hogan never went. He's like, I'm gonna fucking put on like you know different shit. Like, nah, yeah. dude. I'm still. You like, know what's funny is like he's going against Roman Reigns, right? Who's yeah. the champion right now? And Roman Reigns calls him out because it's like, dude, you had the same shtick, whatever. And John Cena's like, yeah, I do. He's like, so what? Like, yeah. that's what works for me. Yeah, that's what works for everyone. You know what? What gets me is that. He's the second biggest WWE star turned movie star behind The Rock, obviously. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I would rather meet Hold John Cena. You're not talking about like never seen Steve Austin's Condemned? Okay, yeah. <laughs> sure. Oh, and, 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 and a Night with China, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no. Shout out to Xbox. But if, like, if I had the opportunity to meet either one, I would rather meet john cena i have a problem with the rock as a person for some really? reason yes. you want to fight him or no, what that's a tough one for me dude any day dude yeah. it's just no as a person well, yeah, as far as those like as a person john cena is better approachable because like i think because like he's got the most make-a-wish fulfillment he's a good guy after friday he spent some time with the kid that was in a wheelchair helped him yeah walk. i saw him yeah, he, did saw all, like, yeah. he helped him walk out like took photos wearing with the same shirt and shit wearing the shirt with that he was doing um he just seems more has to have more personality in his talk shows when they he does said what fallon and kimmel and for make a wish he was doing so many that he was practically doing one like once a week he's a record oh, holder shit. yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Been doing, he does one like once a week technically how, how yeah. many make a wish he, he fulfills that's cool with the rock it seems more like a faux like generosity and john cena seems to be more like that's his personality and that's how he is you know what i mean mm. um and oh uh, it's funny you just reminded me like they they uh, the, another podcast i i, I watched with uh, tom Segura and burke kreischer the two bears one cave they brought that shit up. No, it, it was a, before then. I think it was like a different comedian called Brendan Schaub. And they're like, dude, like, have you, they, they brought up The Rock. And they brought up this video where it's just like his longtime driver or like trainer or some shit like that. Or like, like one of his assistants. Been with him for like 20 years, 15 mm -hmm. years, right? And he goes like, I was like, and the, he's like, they described the video. It's like the video starts off with The Rock, like looking at cameras like, all right, we're going to do something special for my boy. He's been, he's like been riding with me for so long, like 15 plus years. He's just like, oh shit. 
And they bring them out, and then they're like, hey, man, we got you this fucking Ford F-150. And they're like, dude, like, you couldn't fucking, like, that's obviously paid for because it's fucking Ford ads all over the fucking Instagram video. Yeah. Uh And also, you couldn't get this fucking guy a Lambo or some shit, like, something more expensive. (laughs) Oh, my God. Just the fucking generic F1 and shit. Like, dude, like, that's like, you could have gone all out for your boy. He's really your boy. There was a similar one, too, right? There was a story of a high school girl asking uh, The Rock to prom, right? Not going to do it, right? Yeah. There was a video of a classroom during high school. It was before COVID. I think Rampage, when that movie was coming out. Anyway, so they're like, this girl asked uh, The Rock to prom, and he totally surprised her. You'll never guess what he did. The PA, the morning announcement comes on, and it's The Rock's voice. And he's like, hey, Kendra, uh, heard that you were a big fan of me. You know what? I'm a big fan of you. So what I did is. Why uh, is he talking This always sounds to me. Rock. The Rock is yeah. in the building. So yeah. what I did is. Uh, is it Billy now? You, oh, God. I booked it for you. You guys are going to go see my new movie, Rampage, brought to you by Universal or whatever yeah. the fuck it was. War, was it? I rented out the theater. Concessions on me. You can bring 30 of your closest friends the week before prom. And don't forget, it's Rampage yeah. coming to you by Universal. Yeah. Don't forget, by the way, this is The Rock promoting his new movie. He basically does that. Wow. And so, Shout out to Legendary. <laughs> so it's past that, but it's he, so clever. He, that Mark, he, he couldn't have paid for her prom dress, hair and makeup, a limo. I like, don't think it was the? the Rock's idea. It was the marketing team oh behind the studio. Oh, my God. Yeah. And those things, like, even though he did that, I was like, it's still faux generosity. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, marketing has gotten so fucking clever because that video was passed around throughout social times. media. Yeah. It, 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 it did better than any fucking commercial TV spot could. You know what I mean? Like, oh, The Rock yeah. is a cool guy. He got I also movie. wouldn't put it past The Rock being like, I'm sure there's a bunch of companies being like dude we'll give you whatever the fuck you want just promote our shit yeah and i'm sure in the back pocket he's just like i want to give my boy something just like and then he's just looking through his rolodex of just like fucking just hit me up give me the fuck give me a fucking truck then it's like yeah. you got it rock just fucking you know do whatever the fuck yeah. you want with it all right and just like oh hey you know you've been with me for 15 years fucking here's a truck it was like the most basic fucking truck, like right. off the fucking lot. Yeah. Not, not the premium 250. Yeah, exactly. Not that shit. Yeah. Nothing like modded, nothing fucking custom. It's just like, nah, dude, it's fucking generic with the fucking stickers on. Yeah. And just like, love you, man. Like, thanks, Rock. Thanks, Doc. You're such a good guy. See, I have a yeah. story about The Rock, but I can't tell it on here. I could tell you guys after. Fantastic. Because I don't want to get any trees back to me. Sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, then. That's pretty much, I mean, our recommendation is just yeah. go see Suicide Squad. Yeah, go see Suicide Squad. Hashtag ad. I'm, I'm getting Hashtag sweaty, ad. guys. It's it's hot. Yeah. It's reminding me of the movie again. again. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're going to end it here because uh, we're dripping. It's a sauna in here. Yeah. We're dripping. Sweating. Sweating. All right. Hot, 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 hot. Yeah.